There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Fessley, Big Dick Toledo. We're off and running for a glorious Tuesday. And Brett and I were just talking. Uh, the Diamondbacks don't, nobody's told them, you guys aren't supposed to be here. You're not supposed to be here at all, let alone doing what you're doing. And like I said yesterday, chalk it up. National League Championship Series, look up the times, look up the dates, get your uh, schedule fixed around it, because they're going to be in it. And they're going to sweep the Dodgers tomorrow night right here at Guns N' Roses Field. It's going to happen. You're pretty close to the score yesterday. Yeah, I think I did. Well, I didn't. They just, something's going on there, Dodgers fans. Your your, uh, starting pitchers are tipping. They're they're showing their hands somehow, because the Diamondbacks are fearless. They're coming out of that dugout. And just swinging away and knocking you around in the first inning and calm down a little bit, but nobody jumps anybody like this. The road team doesn't get this. No, especially not a young team like no, that. They're just playing, uh, just free and easy, man. And they're winning the games and come back to this next one. I don't know if Merrill Kelly's going to pitch tomorrow or if that's enough rest or if they'll get a full. But your guy Lance Lynn, Brett, has got the last hopes for the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks are going to the NLCS. That's happening. Amazing. It's ridiculous. Like, And I got emails from people uh, yesterday. Holmberg, I don't know if you remember this. Like two of them. I don't know if they're in cahoots together or not. It says, earlier in the year, uh, you said because you hated the Cubs. And there was a time when the Cubs and I were in, uh, we were about broken up. It was a tough. It was a tough go. We, we went to therapy. We worked it out for now. They were like Marilyn Manson. You were like Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. It was. I, I felt abused. I felt there was a touch and go situation that they weren't. They weren't respecting me and meeting my needs. And every time I'd cry out my needs, it seemed like I wasn't being heard. I think women understand this. I wasn't being heard. Not that I wasn't being listened to. I wasn't being heard. And the Cubs were just. You've been saying it for years. And I've been saying it for a long time. And I needed some acknowledgement that I'm part of this relationship. And it just seems like they don't care. They just go about their business. So I was very angry at them. And naturally, uh, like a jilted lover, I started looking around a little bit. I don't feel like I'm getting my needs met at home. I I don't know what to do. And, and off to the left is this team that's pretty close by. And at the time, they were looking pretty good. And I'm like, you know, they're always here. <laughs> Maybe they listen. Maybe they don't, but they're always close. And I said on the air, and I don't remember this, that if the Diamondbacks made it to the World Series, I would abandon the Cubs and become a Diamondbacks fan. Oh. I don't remember that. But you know what? I don't know if I can do it. In the words of Brady, go to the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need to go. Well, clearly, I was lying, but I had no <laughs> idea that they would. Like, this is one of those safest bet in the world type conversations. Like, I swear, if they go to the World Series, I'll... I'll switch allegiances. I had no idea that that was going to be an actual thing. I mean, I was posturing. This is 
this is not a real thing, right? But if you, if Toledo finds the tape and brings that up, damn it all if I don't have to do a and lot of... that was of, this year. That was this year. Yeah. That was earlier. The, I was very angry at the Cubs from pretty much spring till about June. And then I had just this moment where I just didn't care about them at all. And then they started to touch me the right way and, and say the right things and show me a little bit like that they cared, that they were listening, and not trading everybody at the trade. Debt. In fact, going out and getting guys. I like, oh, my gosh, this is maybe I spoke too soon. Is this an abusive relationship? Am I crawling back in bed with my abuser? Meanwhile, in the friend zone over here is the Diamondbacks. Always telling me, hey, I'm right here if you need me. And I never I never lean on them. I've gone to a few of their games. And, if, and earlier this year, the Diamondbacks gave me $10,000 because I, I had a $100 bet at the game for Christian Walker and Corbin Carroll and uh, I forget the, the strikeouts guy. I forget who it had. I had a pitcher to get five-plus strikeouts and then two hits from Perdomo. I'm like, there's no way I get two home. I can't. And by the third inning, I had $10,000. They just mashed. And I sat there. I'm like, thanks, D-backs. I mean, the Cubs have not paid me ten grand this year or ever. What have the Cubs done for you lately? John, if it makes you feel any better. I mean, I, I was, you know, at one time paid by the Diamondbacks. Yeah. <laughs> I was the initial guy, the front guy. The well, let's mascot. not say you were the front guy. You were Well, uh, initially in the, well, before, before the there stadium was, a team. was okay. for two I'll years. Take it back. You're right. And you then they the said, hey, will you work games? And I said, sure, yeah, you know what? Job, get get fans involved. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It was great. And I look at them like, hey, this is great for the Diamondbacks. Good for sure. them. But uh, you would never know I existed in the past. <laughs> well, the, so you're bitter. You have a bitter There's breakup. There's a little bit yeah. that's coming back. I'm like, wait a minute. I can't, yeah, you know. 25th anniversary I've never been invited to any of these yeah. things. And you weren't. Uh, did a lot. You did a lot, and evidently they were either unhappy with your work or took you for granted. Well, it goes but, back to the winner, too. They, they sold, so the new owners. Still, well, yeah. no, but that was, you know, still you had a year or two with the old ones. They got rid of you during the 2001 season, and that's 2001, okay. 2001, and I, mean, I was... That's I, harder. I, would you yeah. Well, I'm there. just saying, he's got to, if he's going to be bitter about their reality, he has to have his own. That's the key to the whole, you know, sitting in your own crap thing. But I agree with you. Like, from 1997, before there were even players or a stadium... You were in the commercials. You were the guy they leaned on. Yeah. And they never ask you back for anniversaries. They never ask you back for like, hey, remember, they just act like you didn't exist. So there is some bitterness. Maybe you're And there wasn't, you know, anything, you know, I didn't do anything controversial or anything like that. It's just... Girl, let's spill the tea. You're telling me that this new guy I got my eye on isn't exactly all up to snuff like he's promising? I'm talking to an ex. (laughs) This is how it's working. You're talking to an ex-Diamondbacks guy. It's like, don't believe that guy's BS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We should go to Postino's and talk about this. <laughs> All right. Well, you've opened my eyes a little bit, so I shouldn't necessarily get in bed with this one. Am I making well, it's a not mistake? Like, I think it's, I mean, it's pro sports. Like, uh, who was it, the UFC fighter that says it's laundry? It's laundry. Yeah. Well, he said, uh, you got to be careful that you're just cheering for laundry, and yeah. the Cubs have made me feel that way. But then... They started doing it. I don't know. I don't remember this. If Toledo finds that tape back earlier this year of me saying, now I'll, I'll be it. a Diamondbacks fan. I mean, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I can't tell you this with more sincerity. I was lying. <laughs> I, I had no intention of, of even... You know at the time, no shot. None. 
I used to tease Scott the Bot downstairs all the time. Diamondbacks going to the series this year. You're insane, Scott the Bot. You, do, you just go back in there and plug your AI ass into the ground and do your work. Whatever it is you do here, no one knows. And he's been promoted. Congratulations yeah. to Scott the Bot for going from job I don't know what you do to head of job I don't know what you do. Ask anybody in this building what that whole department is that's got the box. No one has any idea. It's 2060. What do they do? Ten grand right now, and I can't right. tell you. Oh yeah, yeah. Something yeah. digital. Yeah. We've got a good working Something AI digital. in the building. That's <laughs> we've got Scott's AI. Bot. Scott is not real. Like Scott, will, every office has a guy where you're where you're in a hallway with him. And you're like, all right, nice talking to you. And you turn around, and he's down the hall the other direction. Like, how did he get over there? He's a bot. He just materializes. Scott, there's like multiple Scott the bots. I've, I've seen him at his desk, said goodbye, and by the time I get to my car, he's on the phone in the parking lot. Like, there's no way you passed me. How do you get out here quicker than me? He glitches. He glitches. <laughs> he's, he's a human glitch. I, I often say he's glitching. And now he's going to be in a different office running a department that doesn't make any sense to anyone, but somehow or another is doing very well. I, they could, I want to work in that department because I think that no one understands it, so all they have to do is get together every once in a while, the four or five of them, and go, just tell everybody we had big numbers, like this was a good month. And nobody's going to look into it because that would mean they're going to try to figure us out. So fake it till you make it is what their uh, motto is it's down group, there? It's what? a group of five people playing Tetris all day long in a corner of the office nobody pays attention to. And they're promoting each other, and they're like, I don't understand any of it. I don't get it at all. Anyway, but he's been the one of the Diamondbacks talking. Man, I have... I gotta be careful. I'll never say that about the Steelers. I will say this: if the Cardinals win the Super Bowl this year, I'll switch to being a Cardinal fan. <laughs> I mean, it'll yeah. If the if the Bears go to the Super Bowl this year, I'll switch to being a Bears fan. <laughs> otherwise, a safe bet. Otherwise, I'm thanks sticking, for stepping up. I'm sticking to yeah. I really I put thanks one for out there. Out on the ledge. Well, I'm on a limb here. I'm, I'm taking chances, but I guess evidently if ASU. If ASU wins, wins the national championship, yeah. I'll I'll become. I can't even think Fork about it. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> it's already over. You lost a game. You can't win it. But the uh, yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous talk. But evidently, when those words flop out of my mouth, it can happen because I thought the Diamondbacks were you know average at best. Anyway. So they're there, and Brett's right. They're, they they do not understand they're not supposed to yeah. be there, and they are winning games. Props to them, though. They look dominant. Yeah. They don't look like a team that's scrapping their way through the playoffs. They, the, the, they, they're making the Dodgers look inept. They're knocking them all over the place. They did it to the Brewers, too. Four games on the road, they've won all four. This is not normal. So grab hold of this uh, wild pony because it is – out of the chute and it doesn't know it's not supposed to be kicking everybody's ass and it's doing it. Hopefully Trip's out of town the rest of the week because, man, he's going to be miserable. Trip is going to be drunk most of October. (laughs) I remember when the Nationals knocked him out a couple years ago and uh, I think it was, I don't remember, the Steelers had a game the next day and he came to my house and it was 10, 11 in the morning. Hi. Hey, what's going on? I just started making noise, and I'm like, Dodgers, I can't believe it. And I'm like, you've been drinking since last night. Are you drunk right now? Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) He's like Jim from Taxi. Yeah, oh, yeah. He turned into completely Ignatowski. (laughs) 
He's setting up his cot right now in Skid Row. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to tell you, I'm going to kill myself, Alex. Don't do it, Jim. So, yeah, it's a, uh, he was he was completely bastard. <laughs> and I don't blame him. He got sad drunk the night before and rolled over to my house, just miserable. And it was tough. Dodgers Nationals was tough. And then the only Dodgers, uh, for Dodger fans, the only World Series you got barely counts. Didn't even get to do it in your own stadium. Yeah. You had to do it over in Texas for some reason and get that 2020 championship, which L.A. just hoarded all of those. The Lakers got it. The Dodgers got it. Who cares? None of it matters. Big year. None of it mattered. Football mattered, but that's it. Anyway, Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks fans, and it's sold out, which is remarkable. 50,000 seats gone for tomorrow's game. When was the last time that place was sold out for a baseball game? I My, mean, maybe. I, I thought about that, too. I, like, maybe opening day. Maybe no, they're putting 50 in there. So. I, I, yeah, that would be the only other time I think that. that of this know, year? Opening of day just, of this uh, year? Most opening days, there's a a CNBC yeah. moment kind of at, at the ballpark. They do sell out opening this days. This one would be on the bubble, but yeah. Maybe. Most opening weekends that you're with. Yep. Yeah. But I don't. Uh, and there's not enough, uh, you know, another team coming in. I don't even know if it was this year. I don't know if they opened on the road this year. I'm talking like first game of the season. They'll sell out if they come back from San Diego, you know, one and two, and then their home opener. I don't know if that sold out, but opening day, opening day of baseball, I, I would imagine they did, but I don't know. You're right. When's the last time they went SRO in that place? I have no yeah. idea, but I, they're going to do it because if, if if they lose Wednesday night, they won't. Don't worry, they're sweeping. Then maybe you'll get like this. This is a very fragile run. Like you've got the fans like. The ears are perked up, everything. You can sense it. Like, there's no buzz in the city. Nobody expected this. No one's looking around going, this is amazing. Even the broadcasters that I talk to uh, pretty regularly, uh, Studley and the gang, and they text during games, and I'm like, how bad do you think the Diamondbacks will blow this? Uh, who's going to be bumped out of the playoffs first, the Cubs or Diamondbacks? We've been going back and forth. These guys didn't believe in this team fully. They, they thought they were good, but, you know, they are, meh. Nobody saw what we're seeing. Yeah, see, in the last taking four days. care of business like they have so far. No, oh my! N- n- nobody. They didn't think this. There's no way they were like we can go in and knock the Dodgers around after we beat the Brewers. It's great. It's good for them. So if they go to the, if they now, I wonder if I said if they go to the World Series or if they win the World Series, then I'll switch. That is, you know, that is a big. That's really harder to do than divorce or. Like me switching teams, getting rid of all my Cubs stuff. It's not happening. Oh, I don't know that I could do it. Hey, the White Sox lasted longer than my last marriage, and they weren't good. <laughs> so <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. And you too. The Cubs last outlasted your last oh, one. Uh, you know. I mean, no. Do you think that if the the rumors are true and the White Sox move to Nashville, you'll still be a Sox fan? Probably not. So you would I'll move probably to the Diamondbacks. Switch. Probably. I, again, it's it's well. I mean, oh, do, do we have any loyalty to that? Is that just a that's a brand new relationship? Yeah, like, to me, it's a new thing. I mean, it's you got a date. You know, when when the when the Browns moved to Baltimore, oh, I mean, did everybody right. jump or was it the you Steelers know? picked up tons of fans? The Browns fans were like, screw this, yeah. and they jumped to Pittsburgh because like, we're going yeah. to our rival. Not so. I wonder. I mean, become an Indians fan or something. No, no, no such Guardians thing. fan. Stop Excuse that. me. <laughs> 
Those Twinkies, you could be one of those. No, I'd no. like to see you in a Twinks, no, Twinks I'll wear a, hat. No, I'm not wearing a Twinks hat. <laughs> yeah, you, I'll wear a Wahoo hat. You, you, you're running around with a Twinks uniform on. With nope. me, so. Now we're talking. Who are the Tigers? They're no good. You'll be a Tigers fan for a long got time. Cool. They got cool. Stadium's nice. I don't know. Uh, you'd have to be a D-backs yeah, fan. Like big D yeah. on the chest and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, loving having a big D. Michael always talks about that next door. That's I thought what he, I heard. I thought he was a Tigers fan. And he's like, I just love a big D on my chest every night. I'm like, yeah, I like the Tigers, too. And he goes, what's the Tigers? <laughs> but, yeah. So, we'll see uh, if that happens. I will. How about that? If Toledo finds that tape, whatever it says, I will I will adhere to it. Because the Cubs pissed me. I have, to, I have to go back to how I felt early in the year and late in the year. The Cubs, again, they you're lured. Ready. You're ready. You're, you're ready for a change. Sports is brutal. I'm not ready for a change. But i got to start. I, I have to listen to my girlfriends and start saying, he's no good for you, girl. He lured me back into the, into the house from July until mid-August, late August. And I'm like, they're back. I'm having fun watching them again. Jay Ackerman at Tactical uh, Black warned me. He's been a Cubs fan his whole life, too. And he's like, ah, I just don't see it. There's just nothing on this team, and they're pissing me off. And I'm like, I, I might be with you. And I said, but they're fun to watch again. And then they just caved in. Right as I kind of got comfy, they kicked their feet up in the recliner and said, what's for dinner? I'm like, God damn it, you're doing it again. You're not even, aren't you going to take me out? You were dating Marilyn Manson. I was dating Marilyn Manson. Everything was crazy. I hated it. I left. Lured me back. Once I said, all right, I'm in. And I was in again. I'm watching games every night. I'm getting I'm getting to like the players. I'm like, I didn't want to like this team. They're all, it's a patchwork. And then the second I'm like, no, they've got a shot. The second I started talking, hey, this Cubs team's turned it on, man. They're, they were the best team in baseball from the all-star break until the end of August. There you go. Back to Gacy's house. Yeah. And there I, I'm not, not only that, Brady, I'm knocking on the door. But Mr. Gacy, will you? Can I? I'll just go in. Why is there so much blood on your cloud outfit? I know another guy. Mr. Dahmer, are you inside there? I'm sorry I turned you down at the bar the other night. You seem nice. Uh, it's, it's, so, yeah. The, but but will I, will is the grass greener? And... In uh, Bank One. I hate that stadium, something fierce. Giving up all that glory. All right. I hope Toledo doesn't find that. Man, oh, man. <laughs> Yikes. This could be bad. At well, one time, it was the new the new way stadiums are being built. Or bit, oh, bigger it was houses never, It's a dump. It's always been The dump. biggest marketing deals out there. Could I ever say it to my Chicago Cubs? Hey, Cubs. It's over. I don't think so. And treat them like Guns N' Roses, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about it. <laughs> I just said it again. Hey, Guns N' Roses. Uh, f- you. Anyway. So it's out there, but Diamondbacks fans, I've got the... Dr- you know what else? You know what else? God damn it. Uh-oh. I've got a closet in my spare room with about six Diamondbacks jerseys I never asked for with my name on it. And they just gave it to me. You're ready. Not only am I ready, they've been they've been uh, courting me. Want another jersey? We changed the jerseys again. I'm like, no, here, take it anyway. Just put it on. Just stay warm. I'm like, thank you. That's nice. But there's one in my office. I got about six at my house. They here give us. They give you jerseys like every couple of years. They're like, we we're still thinking about you. Cubs have never. Well, actually, uh, they have. And God damn it, Cubs gave me one too. 
spring training. One. They've given you six. They're so far away. He's always on the road, you know. <laughs> Girl, you're just making excuses again. <laughs> Damn it. But it's been so long, Brad. Can't just throw it all away. What would Gracie say? Gracie did it. But he's... Damn it. You know, in your situation that you've been... He's got a point. As a kid growing up, Gracie might say, it's time. Okay. Well, I've talked to Mark Grace. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. But Grace goes back and he's a cub in Chicago. And I mean, Grace lives his loyalties with his team the way he does his life. Just, and I guess he whatever city, Whatever city he's in, <laughs> he's, he's banging something. Pass yeah. for both because he, yeah. he was in... In the trenches. Yeah, he's in a thruple, basically. Everybody yeah. accepts that he played for both, and they all love him, and the wives get along. It's just... What a mess. Sports. Yeah. I'm looking over there. I see my sweaty cub husband on my couch with no shirt on, scratching his nuts, asking me what's for dinner. I'm like, what did you do for me? Hey, we had a couple of good months this year. Baseball's hard. Not for the Diamondbacks, it's not. Ah, oh, you're always looking at that guy. So you got Al Bundy in Chicago, and you got Jason Momoa here in the Valley. Man, tough. It's not about looks, Brett, you know that. <laughs> it's not? Well, no. Not for, no, it's not. It is a little bit. All right, well, Toledo's got to dig around. But if that, if that surfaces, because all these, out of nowhere yesterday, listeners are like, I got two, like, boom, boom. And then one from the other day said, I don't remember if it was last year or this year, but you said you'd support the Diamondbacks if they won the series. And I'm like, no, I didn't. And then two more came up yesterday, and I'm like, did I say that at one point? And why do these idiots remember it? We just had a game for three weeks where you guys couldn't remember anything about the show, but you remember every last word we say when we're not quizzing you. Anyway, what are you going to do? I was watching the news after yesterday. Look at this. I didn't walk anywhere. But uh, I had a garage door put on my garage yesterday, and I'm, I got into one of those things where you're kind of like, all right, well, I'm just going to, now that I've got my garage settled and the door's on, I can start putting things back. 16,382 steps yesterday. Oh, just that's working. Just walking it. around your, your garage. I didn't go anywhere, and I'm like, how much work did I do? I'm in agony. Like, I was just moving, and then, and then I got myself into a pickle. At about two thirty, starting this project, okay, Scott, and then yeah, and then at about eight thirty, I, I was done. I'm like, I just spent six hours on a Monday drilling holes, and oh, by the way, uh, trying to find studs in the new garage. Fail. I was hanging, I was hanging my bikes. Yeah, well, that How conventional framing is confusing. Now? And houses built in 1954 is not. It's not 16 inches uh, on center, uh, stud to stud. One of them was 19. I measured it out, and I'm like. Looking, I'm like, there is supposed to be a stud right here. And I'm like, oh, wait. Not conventional framing. That's running the other goddamn way. I'm drilling holes for no reason. So there's about six. There's a cluster of about six holes of me digging around. Some extras. Trying to find a stud. Probing. Probing in a big way. With the drill, I just gave up. So, But I got everything. I got the bikes hung up. I got all the shelves done. I got everything done. And I, uh, I gassed out. I was like, done. I'm like, that's a Monday project I didn't need to do. I was up too much. So I plopped down. Diamondbacks game's been on the whole time I've been watching while I'm working. And uh, I see this story on last night's news. And uh, they're like, it was a warning to kids and parents. I, and I hate to make fun of this because a little girl actually did pass away. <laughs> but it was a warning against birthday balloons. 
And a seven-year-old girl in Tennessee was blowing up balloons and then trying to pop them. And her mom left her with some scissors. Like, you hear the story, and you're like, oh, she stabbed herself with the scissors. Mom, if you're familiar with the old uh, Johnny Quick Death videos, Johnny Quick Death was in, in the, the, one of the greatest things the Internet's ever had, which was five-second videos. And it was just uh, five seconds was the whole video. And they had one guy called Mustache Ride. And he just goes, hey, ladies, you want a mustache ride? And they're, and they're like, what? You're disgusting. And then he's like, okay. And he, and he literally has a huge mustache you can ride around yeah. on. And he goes up and he just gets electrocuted in power lines. And it's hilarious in like two seconds. Well, they had a character called Ch- Johnny Quick Death. And Johnny Quick Death was a little boy who would be doing something. And somebody would be like, do you think Johnny's okay in the pool? He's like, he's fine. And the guy's just grilling. And then, dun, dun, the next thing, Johnny's drowned. He's done. And, and so it was these fast deaths. That's kind of what this was. So I started thinking of Johnny Quick Death. Because evidently mom's like, I'll be right back. Pop those balloons. She's popping the balloons and somehow or another got her head stuck in one. In the uh, in the balloon. I still don't get it completely. But when the news said and then uh, when the mom came back, she was face down with a balloon over her head. Like the balloon attacked her back for trying to pop her. So it says, I want people to know they need to be aware. Now, I'm sitting there kind of thinking, well, that's a tragedy. But uh, let's not make this a, everybody needs to be aware that the balloons are mad at us. Something You need a ring camera on this. There's no possible way that a balloon popped and then just wrapped itself around some kid's head and couldn't get out yeah, of it. Yeah, that's... She had a balloon stuck over her head. And the story's short. big balloon. Yeah, she said Alexandra was popping her birthday balloons with scissors. I left the room to lie down thinking everything would be okay. When I returned to the living room, Alexandra was face down with a balloon over her head. So you went and decided to lie down while balloons are popping. Again, I felt felt like this was Brady news, that this was the Brady investigation. Yeah. Because I think mom killed her kid with a balloon. It doesn't happen. You don't pop. I like to nap when things are popping. (laughs) Exactly. That's popcorn. That's not balloons. Second, what parent is like, oh, I'm famished. I'm tired. I'm beat. I'm going to grab a little snack. I'm going to lay down. You, with the giant scissors, keep stabbing the balloons. I'm going to disappear for a little bit. This has all the markings of, uh, you know, a Casey Anthony type situation. And everybody's like making it. And the news was big last night. It's like, warning to parents what could kill your children. is a Like, they're so quick to put this, like, threat out there. That has never happened in the history of man. When a, balloons attack. A balloon that a kid's trying to pop ends up like his head's in it. That's we just bad parenting, isn't it? Arches. Just, this was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I know Kirby's older, sure. but she and another Was she girl, stuck in a balloon? There's 300 of them. Mm-hmm. And never once did she, did she like get curious and try to jam her head into one. And if she did, someone was nearby to make yeah. sure your If your kid, this lady killed her kid. This or, and you know, this is just a case of bad parenting where you're like, hey, you with the scissors and the uh, the balloons, I'm going to go away for a little while. You good? Like, you don't leave a kid alone in a room with scissors and rubber airless pockets. Let's put a little space helmet on, honey. <laughs> and then mama's going to lay down. I, and I also can't blame Howie Mandel because the kid's not old enough to remember the glove. So <laughs> there's no there's no way this kid's like, I'm getting in. Mom did this. And if not, neglect is the thing. This is not a balloon warning. This is a pay attention to your kids warning, isn't it? Like balloons are not dangerous by themselves. 
parents leaving kids alone with balloons. And what kind of pee-headed kid is this to get his head in a balloon? Was she taking down weather balloons? Right. I mean, how, how big is this thing? It's one of those giant ones that those those weird magicians get inside of and then pop themselves out. This is not a story that people need to be worried about balloons. News? Ian Schwartz, I talked to you. Tell a producer over there. This is fishy. How come they can't just say fishy story coming out of Tennessee where a woman claims her kid just lodged its head in a balloon and is trying to set the warning out to other parents about the dangers of balloons? Balloons are the safest. Like, kids at age... Three months are given balloons by clowns. The clown's the most dangerous thing in that equation. They're probably thinking of raping your kid because they're horrifying. Balloons? Kids and balloons are like they're forever synonymous as like the safest thing you can give a kid. Get Gary Harper down there or something. (laughs) Get somebody to just go, I'm not buying it, Mom. What do you mean? This is either your fault or you did it. I got some questions. Yeah, because if you didn't kill your kid with a balloon, you weren't in the room to watch your adult kid throw its head inside a balloon, and you went to sleep leaving a kid in the room with balloons and scissors. She had the electric hedge trimmers. <laughs> I, told her. I, I got a little tired. I suffer from a tad bit of lupus. So I said, you continue on with the... Uh, the sickling of our oleanders, and I'll go to sleep. Like, I don't think you should leave a kid alone with the sickle. Then I came outside, and there was a, a branch in her throat. That's your fault. Now, I hate that your child died. I'm not a fan of this story going that direction, but I'm not buying that the balloon attacked her. It was a balloon poodle. <laughs> All right. <laughs> balloon animals I mean, attacked her? Yes. Balloons can't be behind glass doors at Walgreens now, too, can they? We, we don't have to get some, like give our idea up for balloons now. This is not a balloon safety story. This is a stupid kid, bad mom story. Yeah, I don't like to victim yeah. shame, but sometimes you f*** up. You deserve shame. I know some people got arrested at one of those festivals, the rock festivals, because they were selling... Uh, Laughing gas in the balloon. Inside a balloon. Yes, you can load uh, like air-based products in a balloon and then shoot it out into your mouth and make... It's like the old whippets and stuff like that back in the day. Helium's fun, even though it doesn't make you high. Whatever you put... Yeah, whippets were the biggest waste of time I've ever had. You get like 10 seconds of a rush and then a headache. Yeah. Thanks, Trails. I I don't want... I don't, you know... (laughs) Right. Thank you, Trails, (laughs) because that was the only reason I ever went into Trails. (laughs) Trails! Go in there and... We're going to help you with. What do you think? I'm 15. <laughs> you want some of the oxygen cans? Yes. I'm, I'm not allowed in the safe anymore because he's on to me with the ready whip. So I have to come to you now. Guess still CO2? We had a meeting at Tony Roma's years ago when Steve, the manager's name was uh, Steve Allen, not the comedian, which would have been hilarious. But Steve Allen was there and he goes, all right, twice this afternoon, I ruined desserts because somebody has taken all of our Ready Whip cans and sucked out all the the good stuff. So they were just tubes Flat. of poop. Like they were just, <laughs> they just, just spread garbage all over these beautiful desserts. So he was trying to help the servers out with desserts by putting whipped cream on them. He's just pouring that liquid goo all over yeah. the place. And he got mad. And then I'm thinking to myself, uh-oh, he's on to me. And my buddy Grant's next to me going, uh-oh, he's on to me. Everybody in the place was sucking down all the Ready Whips. We took every every last Ready Whip cam we had, and we aced them the night before. 
But that was it. Whippets and Ready Whip, that's All it. Right. But balloons? Not dangerous. I don't. I, the last thing we need is a is a the United States generation uh, scared of balloons. Oh, not from my child. Those are killers. No, the thing handing it to her is the killer. That's a clown. That's a single man who lives in an apartment who likes to entertain children. That's the fear. There's what you need to warn your kids about. Not the guy. And because he's handing them the safe balloon, they trust him. It's the safest thing you can give a kid. The safest. They would say it like, hey, come down to this, blah, blah, blah. Balloons for the kids. That was a selling point to get your kids to go to like a thing. At the park, we'll have face painting and balloons. Like the two safest things in the world. We're using toxic paint and deadly balloons. (laughs) I think. And then they showed a picture of a little girl, which I didn't like at all. It's it's a little work getting your head into a balloon if you're that kid. She's seven. Wow. She's seven years old. I was thinking like. Like a, like a two or two three tiny, three, yeah. even their and heads are too big. To have, you know, they don't have the pure strength to pull their the balloon down over their craniums. Their little hands won't work. They're like little pudge balls of uncooked bread. <laughs> so you have to be like seven. I challenge anybody today to get your head into a balloon. <laughs> You're not doing it. Mom did it. More more to come on this story, except for if you're Channel 3. That's sensible to me. Seven-year-old found a balloon over its head from popping them. It was a condom. Right. The kid had scissors. Was popping balloons. So let's say the kid gets a little, ah, mom's asleep. Let's see what I can do with this and get my head in here. Uh, Could have poked a hole in the mouth. 25, 30-second window. There, after you realize, oh, I've got my, I've got my helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know how to put it on. How do I get this thing off? And and if you pull hard enough, the bullet. This is horse. This is a murder. Channel three was all too cool. With it. So how's the weather going to be, Paul? Wacky story there about the balloon kit. <laughs> hey, Paul Horton here with the weather. Count how many times Paul Horton starts a sentence with "Hey." Hey. <laughs> Guy gets way excited about everything. Hey, Paul, how's it looking this week? Hey, going to be nice today. Hey, good to talk to you guys. Anyway, (laughs) that's a murder. Your kids are safe around balloons. Let this media outlet let you know there was no research done in this story. They're running it on their AZ family thing, too. Like, a warning to all parents, balloons kill kids. No, they don't. Nope, not even the dumbest kids. I lived in West Virginia. They gave us balloons. I saw some stupid motherfuckers. In West Virginia, I mean, duh. Remember those ones where they put the uh, rubber band on it and you could bounce them? Oh, loved those. Oh, I could, yeah. You could get into one of those, oh, yeah. but you could also get out of one. If you can get into it, you can get out of it. Mom killed that kid. Either through neglect or actual murder. Check the postpartum on this one. See if the lady had a case of it. Because seven's a little long, but she might have gotten a little fed up with that second grader and said, ah, I'm out. I got an email from a guy the other Mom's day. I'm just going to lay down. I'm going to leave you with the party clown. <laughs> right. And some scissors and some head-sized balloons. I'll be in the other room for hours. Okay. I just need you to pop these balloons and play with them alone. Okay. All right, Dildo the Clown. Mom says we got to pop all these balloons. Oh, Dildo. Okay. <laughs> 
I've never been left alone with a kid by a parent before. That's all right, Dildo. <laughs> you want me to sing or anything? I'm just going to put your head in one of these. Anyway, I don't buy it. It's a sad story, but it's not a complete story. As a cynic who usually looks at things with a crossed eye anyway, this one doesn't add up. And it wasn't choking on a balloon like it no, fired it didn't up. Like, no, it, no, she was in it. Face down with a balloon over her head. Worry about the facts later. Just get the story <laughs> out And that's there. what Brady does, and it drives me mm-hmm. nuts. Worry about the... Look, at you're even doing... Like even Bra- <laughs> look, this is how bad this is. Brady's got questions. <laughs> that's how bad this I is. I would have had questions on this story from the get-go. You would oh, never... Oh, man. Investigative I, reporting I'm going to say here. that in this particular case, I think Brady might have gone, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I think you, even the person who just reads the headline, goes, I don't know. Who cares? Just shut up. Let me finish. This one doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And how do you pop balloons and get killed by one? Like you're killing the balloons. I don't get it. I just don't get it. And there's no way the seven-year-old was suicidal. (laughs) No note? No note. It was a poorly scrawled out note. Oh, look, she spelled suicide wrong. (laughs) Sort of adorable, but also it's tragic. Anyway, so that's just me and how I spent my night. Cleaning the garage, getting my bikes all drilling holes in my ceiling in my brand new garage, and then watching the Diamondbacks win. Then this. I got friends at Channel 3. I need them to do their jobs. Please. Uh, It's 622. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? And be careful around incredibly safe things. Newton, ball pit kills child. No, mom held the kid in the ball pit. That's the safest place in the world for a kid. I mean, either that or you have the dumbest kid on the planet. Drown in a water balloon fight. I mean, I don't want to sound really super duper insensitive, but even the mentally challenged ones get balloons. (laughs) It's never been a threat. Now, if I get an email that says, John, my sister died of a balloon. Never. Ever. We find out there's just a... Just a rash of it. It's just been an epidemic. I've never been to a cemetery or anything else and went by and saw, oh, my God. Here's little Timmy Lawson. Born 1993, died 1998. Balloons. Not a thing. You're, you're going to see it. You're going to see the gates. It's <laughs> the old gates set up Luck. in Party City. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're not allowed in. Three at a time. We can't have people wandering around. There's too many dangerous balloons in here. MP guns will have less security. Than the balloon party store. Because they told parents to be afraid of balloons. It is not something to fear. Fear neglect. Fear taking naps when your kid's got scissors and a job. And fear that your child was so incredibly dumb that you get its head in a balloon but not out of it. Mm. (laughs) That is a lot of stupid. (laughs) They are kids. And, and I remember taking they naps. Are kids, they though. are kids. That's You took naps in balloons? When, no, when Kirby was seven, <laughs> and she'd be holding a thing, thing of Tide Pods. Sure. No problem. You trusted that she couldn't get into those. If anybody would have had this happen, it's Brady. The amount of neglect for Kirby as a child, the unintentional, of you <laughs> sleeping or letting her wander off. I mean, she's fine. You would have never thought, here, I'll leave you in this room of balloons. Death pit. 
Not a thing. Now, Toledo, I know for sure, he and his kid are safe from balloons. They don't make them big. He'd have to get his head stuck in a hot air balloon. And <laughs> even then, it would be like a battle for the balloon. Have a gondola attached to it. <laughs> Toledo should have a gondola around his body <laughs> for Halloween. Just go as the Albuquerque the Fiesta. <laughs> Just tease the basket. And that head is... Anyway, uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 KUPD. morning sickness. morning sickness. 98 KUPD. You've been promoted twice. Uh, there you go. It is uh, a, a alliance there. I almost called him a legion. Bar now, Brett. Yeah, no, he's good. <laughs> I got loads of. You know who's coming out of the woodwork right now? Uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. That's a strange little cluster of emails I got. Back to the balloon girl, though. I said, dude, I've been a cop for thirty years. That mom is so full of. Shit, her eyes are brown. There's no way we'd walk out of there and think that's exactly what happened. No way. Fact. This one says, so a seven-year-old didn't have the ability to tear the balloon off her head, A. B, didn't yell or scream, Mommy, I'm stuck. C, didn't run to Mom, who was admittedly just one room away, wake her, and get help. Wait, Mom went and took a nap? Yeah, well, that's yeah, the thing. Down. Mom went and laid down. She wasn't feeling real I up to snuff. that part of the yeah. story. And, uh, you know, scissors and uh, balloons. But yeah. And then it says, uh, next will be a GoFundMe page that will rack up thousands to pay her bail. But uh, it'll be in the guise of funeral costs. That's true, too. I said, John, uh, this one says, balloons are no way dangerous at all. The only gift I ever gave my kid was scissors and a balloon that said Bon Voyage. He's still around 55 years later. Signed Toledo's dad. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he got you. Oh, you saw that bone, coming. He got you a Bon Voyage balloon. There <laughs> <pair of> scissors. <laughs> ah, it's great. So if Brady knew about this, he would have sent over balloons instead of pizza to that dead girl's house. That's right. <laughs> and Brady's most dark moments ever. Pizza to a dead girl. It wasn't me. Yes, it was. You were in the bushes laughing with everybody else when the pizza got delivered. I haven't seen a death with balloons surrounding it like this since Porkopolis' grand opening celebration. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Haynes. Uh, so the Diamondbacks being in the playoffs, uh, people are emailing on dude. John, I hear you. I'm an Angels fan. This is weird. I got a bunch of emails from, I had to check to see if it was the same guy. It's not. So I'm an Angels fan. I've been an Angels fan for 25 years of my life, and I'm tired of it. Mainly because I'm 25. We haven't had a playoff win in 10 years. Meanwhile, we've got the best player in baseball, Mike Trout, and maybe the best player of all time in Shohei Otani, and we can't even win our division. I've lived here since I was seven years old. Been to a ton of games this year, and the D-backs are sexy right now. They got a nice ass compared to the girl I'm with. Mm-hmm. Do I make the switch? Is it at least okay for me to wear the jersey and cheer for them during this, this run? Test them out? You're saying uh, you're doing Kick like... the tires. You're basically uh, sleeping with this one and in case you leave the other one, but you just want to make sure it's right? Got to be honest. That's not my, right. That's a bad thing. Still got to stick with your team. My team's GM came out last week and said he's doing the fans a favor by only winning 53% of the games. Yeah, that's a nice thing to say. 
Excuse me? This one says, John, uh, I've seen a therapist about my rough relationship as well with the Anaheim Angels. I refuse to call them whatever it is they are now. I followed them for 30 years, saw them win a World Series in 02. It was remarkable. Then, nothing. How does a team get blessed with Ruth and Gehrig, Trout and Otani, and you can't even get into the playoffs, let alone break 500? I followed the D-backs for a while. The local team, I almost have to watch, you know. I've been more of, I've been to more D-backs games than Angels games, but now I'm super conflicted. Do I support this team that's caused me pain for decades, or do I support the local team that's got a better ass? <laughs> the same thing. Your wife's ass is kind of, you're tired of looking at it. I still stick on my team, even though my team's got uh, yeah. Taylor Swift ass. Yeah, I mean, you've got fastback, nothing to look at. Nothing. And, but I still stick, literally. My, still stick on my laundry over good there. Good uniforms. Ah, nothing. Yeah, uniforms oh. are great. Gear. Socks yeah. gear is probably as good as it gets. You can't get less attractive than the socks visually oh, as yeah. far as like, boy, there's nothing sexy about this nope. squad. It's it's Taylor Swift's ass. It's terrible. It ain't good. All right. Uh, here it is. Toledo found this. This is from May 18th. Now, I remember mentioning this after Zach Gallon killed the bird. Well, you tied the two together. Yeah. Because the last time it, it it's happened. It's only happened twice right. in the history of baseball. The now only, I remember. I, yeah, listen to the this. The only difference was this was during the season. Randy's was in spring training. Right. But they killed birds with baseballs. And you said you were making the call. The only other time that's happened. So let's see if the magic. I don't know what I said. That plays out a little bit because there's two instances where you reaffirm it. Okay. Oh, geez. I don't know. I don't like this. Here we go. May 18th of this year. Man, I hope they go on a tear. I was sick. If that's the case, let me make this announcement today. Mark this. 518-23. Damn you. 6.04 a.m. I'm with you. The Diamondbacks even get to the World Series. I will sell all of my Cubs stuff and become oh, a Diamondbacks fan. Oh, my God, you idiot. If they even get there, not even win. Because yeah, there's too much magic going on. This is the kid from left field. They make movies about this. This is angels in the outfield, except for instead of angels, it's just pigeons. Reaffirmation. I will become a Diamondbacks fan through and through, top to bottom. Ooh. I will abandon my loyalty to the Cubs because there's mystical magic that's happening around them. Every 20 years, they kill a bird and win a championship. Oh, my God. We'll have uh, Flag Lady and Dove Man. <laughs> I'm in. Holy oh, shit. That's like legitimately wow. like putting a stake in the ground. And again, let me reiterate, from the bottom of my heart, I was lying. <laughs> I didn't think this would come to fruition at all. I was making nonsense happen. I have to do that every day. You know how hard it is to fill this much time? It's ridiculous. You say a lot of crazy stuff. Nothing crazier than that. Get me a balloon. Guilty. I got to get my head in a balloon immediately and end this. <laughs> Boy, I, not only did I say it once, I decided to go back and say, and then I think you triple downed in there. Put a fence post yeah. hole and just jammed it into the ground. All right, let me hear it again, wow. see if there's any outs in this legally. Man, I hope they go on a tear now. If that's the case, let me make this announcement today. Idiot. Mark this, 518-23, a.m. The Diamondbacks even get to the World Series. Oh, oh. I will sell all of my Cubs stuff and become a Diamondbacks fan. If they even get there, not even win. Yeah, because there's too much magic going on. This is the kid from left field. They make movies about this. This is angels in the outfield, except for instead wow. of angels, it's just pigeons. I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. I will become a Diamondbacks fan through and through, top through to bottom. I will abandon my loyalty to the Cubs because there's mystical magic that's happening around them. Every 20 years, they kill a bird and win a championship. Oh, my God. We'll have uh, Flag Lady and Dove Man. <laughs> 
I'm in. As a, I, I, let me I'm just in. say this. I As tried a, to give you your out. <laughs> you did. You, you tried. You helped me, but yeah. didn't help me. As a remarkable bull artist, I, I now hear myself saying things. I'm like, Jesus, this guy means it. <laughs> but deep down, it. I know him you real well. well. He's lying. There's nothing about that guy that believes this is a possibility. Sorry, bro. <laughs> And the magic also goes back to my friend Doug Hopkins, TV's Doug Hopkins, who in the H&H Ranch two summers ago said, Mark my words, bro, three years this team wins a World Series. I'm like, you're out of your mind. Three years. Magic's coming. And I'm like, you're out of your, shut up, Doug. You're drunk. Yeah, but he's also made a bunch of affirmations about the Jets this year. Doesn't that oh, well, that Oh, yeah, that, but, you know, in fairness to him, had they kept that guy. <laughs> There's still a chance they were good. Some would say because he makes those affirmations. Well, and yeah, he may have jinxed it. Curses his team. You're like that chick that went out with Trevor Bauer. (laughs) What? With all those texts that she sent out? I didn't mean those. I just. She meant it. She wanted all that she stuff. Which just somehow or another, Trevor got too rough for the, her. The selfie in bed <laughs> yeah. is what killed her. I mean, her. think about that. The things that that girl wrote, Trevor Bauer, and then she's like, "That was a little out of line." Did you read your text? Yeah. Like we were doing ninety percent of this stuff, and I decided just to put a fish hook in your butt for a second, and you're like, "Oh no, no, no! I don't do that. That's too far." That, how in the world do you have a limit? There's no. There's just a safe word with you. That's all I. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, as a guy who who just. I sound like I know what I'm talking about a lot because I'm very, like, I I say things in a a firm, kind of like a confident way. A halftime, I'm making it up, and this time, it's just absolute bullshit. I had no idea this was going to really happen, but do I have the stones? I thought you meant it that morning. (laughs) See, it's just listening back, I thought I meant it, but I know him. I know that guy. He didn't mean that. (laughs) He didn't think it was real. Like, it was one of those, this is a safe thing to do. And sound cool. It's it's really up. You need to get on TikTok and Instagram and, and issue an apology. Man, I uh, <laughs> this is bad. I do. I need to. I need to call Toledo's dad and find out how to get out of this. <laughs> Can I go for a pack of smokes? <laughs> I got an email from a listener who uh, said, "Well, guess what? He's twenty eight. This is Brett. Three high fives, real quick." All right. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, just found out my uh, girl's pregnant about two months ago. Everything's great. We were wanting a child. There's three of them in there. Oh. And he goes, how do I Toledo two of them? Oh. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Like when you wow. get triplets, it's not always a blessing. It's right. two too many. Joker, Joker. Yeah. It's like going to Costco of the womb. Like, yeah, we got the family pack. We don't need it. But we're, we got soup for the rest of our lives. <laughs> So he's got triplets on the way. And congratulations on 33% of that. He doesn't want 66% of what's going to tumble out of her. And if they come out like one, hey, this one's good. And then another one comes out and it's kind of quiet. He's going to have his fingers crossed. Okay. That's not such a bad trade out. I'll take two. If that one doesn't start breathing, we're okay. I hardly know that one. (laughs) Get a balloon. Put it in a balloon. Anyway. All right. Well, there it is. It is written. I don't know what to root for here. So I still got a flame for the X there, you know? I've got the cubbies there. You see my house. There's like Ernie Banks autographs. You don't have an Ernie Banks. I've got Rizzo in my house. Pictures of family. 
All those Rizzo's old not a cup anymore, though. Dave Kingman jerseys. That's true. He abandoned them. I have... Uh, so did Dave Kingman. Yeah, but I got old little Cubby Bear stickers from when I was all like five. going away. on to all of these things. Yeah. My little Cub shirts from when I was little, I never threw them away. Garage sale. One of the best presents I ever had. I'm not going to give that away in a garage sale. That's my history. <laughs> my mom, because we lived in a tiny town, there was no internet and stuff. You got a choice, John. I'm not done talking. <laughs> <laughs> but she made a shirt for me with Cubs. And it said it said Holmberg on the back and the number ten, and it was the greatest gift I've ever been given. Who was the number ten like, at that time? Dave Kingman. Oh, he was. But I loved number ten because of Dave Kingman, and she made a shirt for me, and it wasn't like homemade sewn. It was like this really cool. Like she found all the letters, and like somehow or another made them part of the shirt without without it being an iron on. I wore that forever. It's in my closet. I was four. The thing's the size of my hand. Just before, or after he threw you the finger. Right before. Okay. Before Dave came in. <laughs> You know, and he's a good stick. point. And he sticks with it. Cubs. Every story I've got ends with that's when throw the guy threw the finger. That's when they. That's when he left for another team. Right before Dave Kingman flipped me off in Pittsburgh for being a huge fan. I got pictures of me with Bill Buckner. He left. Yeah. Became famous for infamy later. Oh man. So he's got an email. You said it, dumbass. <laughs> You got to jump ship, man. I have to stop listening if you become a Diamondbacks fan. As a Cubs fan, I might. Spring training's more fun for the Cubs. It's much more fun. There's a guy. To the guy that's an Angels fan, yes, it's okay to like both an AL team and an NL team, just not the Dodgers. No, No, it's not. There was your out. I was telling John, you could be that two-team guy. No. No. Because they're both National League teams on top of that. That meme that goes around where that guy's turning and looking at a girl that's walked yeah, by him yeah. and his girlfriend's looking at him. That's me with the Diamondbacks and my Cubs are looking at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> it is sort of fun right now. Kevin says, thank you for selling all your Cubs gear. I'll offer you $100 lump sum for everything you've got. No, I've got some good stuff. But you're right, Brett. The more I talk about it, remember Dave Kingman was my idol. And in Pittsburgh, he flipped me off. Mark Grace, as a Diamondback, showed me his dick. He didn't mean wow, to. Wow, what he a did. guy. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a plus. Yeah. You know, be a Diamondback fan I mean, how many you? Cubs have showed you their crank? You're right. I've never seen a Cub dick. <laughs> <laughs> Only Mark Grace's. Borderline Hall of Fame penis. Should be in the hall. More doubles than anybody in the 90s? Come on, that's a that's an achievement for a decade. You got to get crazy in the hall. Like a career 285 hitter. I mean, what more do you want? And he's got a nice, normal-sized white guy schlong. It wasn't impressive, but it wasn't unimpressive. Every girl would think the same thing. Oh, okay. I can handle that. Off the rack? Yeah. <laughs> Off the rack. <laughs> because of the era he's from, I would say it's probably a, you know, like a... 1989 Oldsmobile Regency. <laughs> a bro With all bro the candy. Ham. Yeah, it was after, bro after, after, after bro hand. <laughs> they, uh, they shrunk him down, made him kind of Park Avenues, the same Buick model. The chassis was the same. The model was the same. Just changed the... It wasn't a K car. It was the upgrade, but it wasn't... When Buick made the LeBaron smaller. They, sh- they shortened it. Buick, no, Chrysler. Buick made the Riv smaller. Made the, they made them all smaller, yeah. for a little, but for a while they were humongous boats. Yeah. Mark had a nice one. 
First time I met him, he had his pants off. How you boys doing? No problem! Was my first interaction with Mark Grace and his dick out. I think I told him that story after we kind of, I kind of hung out with him a few times since then. And it's always lingered. And I told him, you know, the first time I met you, your dick was out. That prompted the story of Lee Grind. Yeah, and I believe he told me. You know how many people have told me that? <laughs> when I first met you, your penis was out. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my calling card. Anyway. But Gracie was a D-back. He wasn't a cub when I met him. Mm-hmm. Gracie's still a D-back. He's doing, you know, work for their, uh, well, they don't have a station anymore, but he d- does work for them. Oh, this is hard. Stupid mouth. <laughs> what are you going to do? I was very sick in May. I sounded horrible. Uh, yeah, you the allergies for like a month. Thing, yeah. I almost sounded like Corolla. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, oh, that was it wasn't me. It was Adam Carolla. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to be a Diamondbacks fan starting tomorrow. Uh, Alex says, there's an out here. Just stop watching baseball and forget it exists. Go all the way, man. <laughs> man. Uh, uh, too hard. <laughs> That's a good one. You have no loyalty to my Steelers either if this is the case. Now, that's not true. Although you have made proclamations there too. Well, if the if they uh, when the only time Michael I ever Vick said it, was Michael Vick was the closest yeah. thing. I said it about Ben Roethlisberger too. If I after the second time when he got right. in trouble, I said, "Look, if he did this and the Steelers stand by him, like if there's like an actual rape occurrence and he they're like, "No, no, no, no." And they stand by him, I'll be done. And then when they signed Michael Vick, I was done. I just stopped watching football. I just like I won't watch on Sundays. I'll have my weekends free. My only problem with that was uh, Ben after after games calling down God. Ah, look, that's a thing that I've I never know, been. But it's I, like, I, come I'm on, not comfortable man. with any athlete on, pointing to the Lord and saying, "You are, you know, I'm your favorite." And why? Because nobody gives him the blame yeah. when things go right. bad. Right. Well, I'd like to say that... Look, uh, I've been watching a lot of videos with the words Allah Akbar in them this oh weekend, and there's uh, really no reason to say God's on your team when, you're, when team. you're spitting on a dead body that's folded in half, and you're saying, God did this. That's the reason I'm not involved. Uh, I don't know. When does the Barrett-Jackson for John's Cubs stuff go on? I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> this guy says... Yeah, we'll put a car together and load yeah. it up with the uh, gear. Ah, uh, man. I don't know if I have the. I, it's it's too soon. You, you guys want me to sell all the stuff, and I'm just now getting divorced. Maybe I just got my toe in the water. Just we're, think about all like, the the humane like society the, donations you'd get for all that. Year. I'm going to keep the money. Well, we're all like, <laughs> all right, I got to buy new. Well, I got to buy new Diamondback stuff. We're all like bros when you're thinking about getting divorced. Come on, dude. I'm do thinking. It. I'm thinking. You'll be better of, off. I know, you're probably you'll right. Be better off. You'll be more happy. Kyle email says, "Quit your bitching." This is like hearing you cry about your ex girl that's getting hosed by some other guy. You've got a hotter new girl. Jump on that. You made this bed. Get in it and enjoy the ride. She is the hotter girl right now, and she kind of wants me. She's begging she's me. She's wanted to, you. How many jerseys has she given you in the past? Tons, free ones. And then I think about my Cubs. New jerseys and Freddie Polska jeans. I mean, Oh, she had a Polska yeah. ass. I might go streaking. Uh, my Cubs closet is Zambrano, Derek Lee, 
Anthony Rizzo, all left. Chris Bryant, all everyone. Uh, the only one I have is Ryan Sandberg, and that was a gift. That that's like a true Cub. That's a tough one. Every well, yeah, but every single player that I've gone and supported is like left the team shortly thereafter. You know, I have an Ernie Banks. I have an Ernie Banks. Okay, all right. Forgot about that. That's a classic. That's a yeah. gem. I wear that one a lot. Oh man, maybe it could be like a black guy and just wear sports stuff and not really have a team. Like a lot of times they'll have like a Mets hat and a an old Casey Monarchs jersey or something. I'm like, I can't wear that, but that's really cool. Quit talking about the inventory. I do got the inventory, though. Maybe I can just store it, box it up. I've got like a hundred sweatshirts, a bunch of like T-shirts. It all go, And I just cleaned the garage. I don't need to start adding to it. Ah, oh, this is hard. Leo's right. Auction all that stuff off and donate it to a pet rescue. Who's going to give me money for that? I know, I know. That's I can't. I'm keeping it. How, how in the who's going to give me anything for Derek Lee Cubs jersey? That's a dollar. Mm. A Carlos Zambrano. Well, you could Chris have Janny send it back home. Oh, I, mean, I could give it to Fugadome. Janny. There you go. I, I had a Fugadome T-shirt. <laughs> I got Ramirez. I got. Loads of them. But the Diamondbacks are so usually awful. But so are the Cubs. Mm, this is hard. I had to go rattle my trap about it. That bird thing was magic back in May when Zach Allen killed that bird. You heard it here that first. That was the point. I yeah. said, boy, they're playing Last pretty good ball. Happened. But the only times this has ever happened, teams win World Series. Smashing a bird with a ball. And again, it's 21 years since their 22 years since their last championship. The Cubs gap was 108 years, and they got one, and it's looking like another 108. If you win one every two decades versus every century, I guess that's the better squad. All right, I'll stand by it. If they get to the World Series, all my Cubs stuff goes away. Ooh. (laughs) You did it again. Then I'm leaving. I must be on my way. I'm breaking up with her. There's cracks in the relationship, and I'm, I've met someone new. And her name is Zach. She's got no chin, but you'll get past it. Ah, this is hard. Brett, I hope your team moves to Nashville and you feel my pain. <laughs> it ain't easy. And I would, too. No <laughs> says, John, you're going to sell all your Cubs gear? You have to send the $65 you make to Flag Lady. She's got a friend that she needs to send some cash to. That's right. <laughs> and they got those people representing the team. Uh, if I become a Diamondbacks fan, the first thing that has to change is that damn refreshment song at the end of the... I back, you back, we back, the D. They back. still it's play a, it? Yes, it's a failure. I was at a game they won against the Cubs uh, a couple weeks ago. I saw my both of the ladies I like on the field together. It was a little weird. And uh, at the end of the thing, they're playing it, and everybody's marching out like, shut the f*** up. Nobody knows the words to this. They have the bouncing ball. You can't keep up. There's no cadence to that song. It's terrible. They're not changing anything right now. No, everything needs to stay for now, but nobody sings the song at the end. Like at the Cubs, it's go Cubs, go. It's like the whole crowd stays and sings the whole song. Everybody's marching out of Chase Ballpark. John, not that I'm rooting for this, but... 
the day you said that, I put $10 on the D-backs, $800 payday if they win. Really? Come on, sell all your stuff. Give me that $800. <laughs> wow. No kidding. I'll give you a little music for your Cubs departure. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> Dennis DeYoung always takes care of a breakup. Oh, I'm looking right at Wrigley Field. I got tears in my eyes right now. I'm on. And they're a Chicago band, too. <laughs> Clark and Addison. Sheffield, Waveland. The Ivy. The Cubby Bear. Clark! <laughs> Clark and Cubby Bear. I don't like Clark, but Cubby Bear has always been adorable. The awful blue pajama uniforms. So long, Cubs. Babe, I'm leaving. I must be on my way. But only if the Diamondbacks make it to the World Series. <laughs> They F this up. I'm not going to. the Braves beat him or the Phillies beat him, I who cares? My train is going. This is hard. Dennis DeYoung's making it worse. All that history. Knowing that in 1978 I had a Steve Ontraveros. Uh, yeah. yeah. I had an autograph. I was proud of it. Comes third baseman. He was horrible. There were two Steve Ontraveros. Oh, okay. This was the 70s one, and then there was one in the 80s that showed up. I'm like, is that the same guy? It's not. He went to the Giants. He might have played for the Mariners. Who cares? Who paid attention? Here it is. You know it's you, babe. Never I get weary and I've had enough. So long, Cubs. Chicago sucks anyway. Where are the I don't want to get shot. Uh, I can walk around downtown Phoenix and not get shot as often. Please believe that it's true. Oh. But it's true this too. Babe, I love you. I'll always love you. Like Whitney Houston. Go D-backs, I guess. Godbacks? <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> There's Steve Ontraveros. I had his autograph. I think he was blind in one eye. <laughs> had to have been. <laughs> He's missing his right eye. That's how the Cubs used to treat me when I was a kid. New Cubs third baseman Steve Ontraveros uh, missing his right eye. Oh, great. 274 hitter, John. Oh, he could hit. That was, no, 24 that was, home runs. That was his career, 274 hitter. He, had, he wasn't very good. Hey. The only good thing you'll get is you'll get rid of uh, Ronnie Woo Woo. That dirty pig. Yuck. <laughs> Oh man! So long, Bartman. <laughs> do like dudes who uh, do like dudes who are going to jail. Give all your stuff to your wife and have her give you a dollar, <laughs> and then if things get south for the Diamondbacks, you can buy it back from her. <laughs> That's true. I'll put it in her name. <laughs> this is hard. Stupid Dennis Dion. It's a great song. feel at a Sticks concert when this started playing because I know deep down I want to hear it but I don't want to hear I don't want to be in a crowd of people singing this and the worst part is you know the words I know all the words <laughs> even the second verse I needed to be more like Brady kind of just not care that much about sports <laughs> oh well all right. Well, Diamondbacks, uh, I guess I'm rooting for you tomorrow. Even though tomorrow I have a chance to go with TV's Doug Hopkins to the game of a team that I may be supporting thoroughly. Oh, it's so hard to say. Through and through. If they make it to the World Series, I have to make the switch. Boy, loyalty's a toughie. And I'll get crap from dudes who've had 
probably three marriages where they stood up and said, you're the one forever, and it ends 18 months later. But with a sports team, it's unheard of. John, you're, you're crying because your girl doesn't talk to you at dinner, and there's another one climbing under the table to try to blow you. What's wrong with you? <laughs> That's true. The Diamondbacks are currently trying to blow me, and the Cubs are like, I'm not paying. You pay this time. Oh, okay. Even okay. They even announced this morning games a sellout, and they yeah. put Game 4 tickets on well, sale. I'm supposed to go. They don't need those. I'm I supposed know. to go to uh, the game. I was, well, I was offered a ticket to go to the game with Hopkins. He's got a suite, but no way because Corey <laughs> Feldman's here, and we're going to that instead. <laughs> Feldman overall. And that's the perfect way you treat a new girl. You that's don't, right. You'd, I'd love to see interest, you. But, give him a couple uh, days. It means a lot yeah. to me. Can't call him the next day. Yeah. We're having a recital, and I think it's going to be our big break. I got Feldman tickets. Hey, call me and tell me how it goes. Uh, okay. Now, you'd have skipped GNR, bud. <laughs> Feldman, oh, yeah. no way. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have skipped GNR if the Cubs wanted to go with me. <laughs> All the legendary Cubs are going to GNR. They want to take him. I'm like, nah, Feldman. See if Grace wants to go to Feldman. Let's get him on the horn and try to drag him over to the Feldman show and skip the Diamondbacks game. All right. Anyway. What he might you recruit you. There's a whole thing, a whole thing I saw about haunted houses that I wanted to talk about. But this is, this is more important, I think. <laughs> wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be the same then if, in, well, no, because that's money. It's going to say if another radio station in town said, hey, we want you to come over and you're going to give like $5 million a year and be uh, like, uh, okay, I love KUPD and all, but bye. We do it to our listeners all the time. Hey, come back. We'll give you $2,000. <laughs> Wait a minute. Listen. come. We never say come back. You you <laughs> say come back. That's in your DNA. <laughs> Where are you going? Hey, sorry, I got some automatic. cash. It's automatic. Where are you going? I got a little, I got a little money now. I still don't love you. Damn it. <laughs> we never say come back. We just keep piling money on the people who are here. They don't walk away until we pay them, Toledo. Thanks for staying. Here's two right. grand. Yeah, you guys are the best audience in the world. Here's $2,000. But I think, I don't know, we could make a move. John, I'm not sure how you feel, but I, for one, would rather be known as a liar than a loyalist. Yeah, where's loyalty get you in the end? Yeah. A lot of times you just sink with the ship. You know, where was the loyalty that Titanic captain had? He could have been one of the boats dressed as a lady. <laughs> no, he's dead at the bottom of the ocean with a sub sitting on top of his head. Oh, he angered somebody. Please tell me, who's this puss cake talking on the radio? <laughs> what happened to this guy I used to know, John? Yeah, there's a little of that inside me, too. But I did make the, you heard it. I did make the claim that if they made it to the World Series. Now, maybe I was talking out of anger, but. Completely lying at the time, but it's too good to pass up. And again, it's magic, mystical. Uh, you know, it's crazy that this might happen again. Guy says he's going to make a say anything type poster with you holding your cubby bear underneath oh, one arm, got one. <laughs> boombox Blair and Brian Adams, and your Rizzo jersey on. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm begging for him back. Yeah. Okay. In your eyes. This is hard. I've had less trouble dumping broads. Just remember Dennis DeYoung. <laughs> hey, this is like hard. I, I know what love feels like. God damn it, Dennis. <laughs> but this is sort of saying, don't go anywhere. I love you. Babe, I'm leaving. Like, he's just going out of town for a few days. 
Babe, I love you. Jesus, John, did you mention Ronnie Woo Woo? Have yeah. you seen that guy? That's it's not disgusting. keeping you part of the team. No, Ronnie Woo Woo <laughs> That's what I said. Disgusting. That's a good thing about leaving. <laughs> yeah. if, if there's one thing about being a Cubs fan you you would that can turn you to murder is having that filth bag touch your girlfriend or wife at a spring training. And he travels with him. I think they give him money, like a per diem. <laughs> And he shows up, and you hear, woo-woo! And you're like, oh, no, that dirty, dirty Ronnie woo-woo's around. The other way, you quick. You smell I him before you see him. Stinks. I don't think he's washed that uniform in 100 years. And he loves... And chicks are like, that's Ronnie woo-woo. He's part of the Cubs. No, he's not. He's a homeless. They gave him a jersey. And for some reason, we've attached ourselves to this moron. And he'll put his arms around girls and, like, you notice that his hands cup their breasts a little bit. Like, <laughs> he's in a pile, and he always cops a feel. And then, woo-woo! And like, ugh, bleh. When's the last time you brushed that chiclet? Ronnie Roo, I'll get rid of yeah. But you we guys got, got rid of the Diamondbacks have flag lady. That's not better. That's some homeless lady who's easy, easily grifted. John, let me be that bro who tells you. Yeah. Let me be that bro who tells you like it is. D-backs are dry humping your leg right now. Yeah. Feels good. You got a really <laughs> solid boner. Yeah. But all of a sudden tomorrow, blue balls and she's yeah. gone. But isn't that a little bit my fault? I didn't close. A little bit. I'm still looking at another one. You still left her with her jeans on. I don't know what to do. This is hard. You ah. said what you're going to do. Ah. I'm going to lose all my stuff. This is very much like a marriage. Right. I'd leave, but it's cheaper to keep the Cubs. All right. Well, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> right now, it's just kind of... Still fresh. Yeah. Go D-backs, but kind of not really. Like, if they don't make it, would I be relieved? Yes. Mm-hmm. But if they do make it, would I be happy? Yes. This is hard. I've never been a super bandwagoner before. I've jumped off a bandwagon and back on like I did with the Suns. I fully admit that. You could, you know, you tried it out. I hated the Suns for 12 years. Hated them. So mad at them. I left them, and then we got back together. A couple of years ago, I'm like, all right, you guys seem to have it together again. Like, she was a drug addict. I was dating a drug addict. The sons were a drug addict. And I'm like, oh, I can't be around this problem. toxic relationship. By the way, the Cubs will welcome you back if you came back. Yeah, but then, then, then you know I'm, now, now I'm... it's money. I know, but I'm a Mandy Pamby. I got I to gotta stick to something. But I'm kind of angry at the Cubs to the point where I'm like, why do I support this? I'm not a fan of the city. I don't like any other teams from Chicago. I'm holding on to my nostalgia for me. And they're not doing anything for me. They, they make me buy jerseys, and then they get rid of all the players. They don't even have one guy from the 2016 team. Kyle Hendricks is gone. This year. They don't even have any. I don't know. Diamondbacks did Throwing the same the thing. Finger. D-backs did the exact same thing. Yeah. You know, after two years, they just stopped paying their team and said, ah, screw you, we got our championship. Guys and, throwing you the finger and, and burden me, you know, yeah. and... I do. Have Gracie a, showed you his crank. I mean, man. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I have a Bruce Souter autograph when he was a Cub, but he left too. Twice. <laughs> they all leave. Why do I stay? Babe, I love you. Zach Gallon has to kill another bird and reverse this curse. He had a chance last night. He missed. Yeah, <laughs> bird just shot by. <laughs> anyway, who uh, helped uh, Judge uh, Pladio? Randy Johnson. Wow. He left the Diamondbacks and came back. Yeah, we've never had a Cub offer up help. Ryan Dempster came in I was going to say. Once. Randy Johnson or Ryan Dempster? Come on. Good point. 
I mean, it's... Yeah, Fred with the harsh reality. He's absolutely right. It was passable. Sure, he made a little bunny, but Randy, Randy was also a lot of fun. Until Brady went and dated him for a weekend, and we never heard from him again. <laughs> Turned him off. Anyway, son of a. Yeah, how would you feel it sticks? Like your Roboto sucks and all this other, but you like a few of them, and then this starts, and you're like, I'm going to sing this in front of people. <laughs> Babe, I love you. It's one of those things everybody looks around like, yeah. Oh, You're going to mumble it. I might mumble the. And then by the end, it's just melting it out. You know it's you. How long is this song? Did you loop it? I just looped oh, okay. it. I was going to say, Jesus. I knew you were going to need it. Does he start? How long until this train takes Dennis away? <laughs> Your train's been here for 15 minutes, man. Song over. I knew you'd need it. All right, you're right. Uh, let's get to the uh, wake-up song, Brett, while I contemplate my right. future. A wake-up song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Hit the trails this weekend, but make sure you get that bike tuned up and ready for the trails. And uh, cruise into Action Ride Shop right now. Receive $10 off whenever you mention KUPD. Oh. Or if you need a new bike... You know, you're going to break up with that old Schwinn and you want a new bike, kind of like John with his baseball teams. you got to buy it. Santa Cruz and Kona's are on sale right now. So head on over to Action Ride Shop and uh, make sure you hit up their sidewalk sale going on uh, October 21st. Ah, Bailey says, screw it. Have a threesome. I don't know if I can give up on my angels completely. She's still my girl. I can't do that. But why not have a threesome with this other broad a little bit? I mean, my girl's out of town through October. She's not even paying attention to baseball. Why should I? Uh, just because I still love it. Why should I pay attention to her? Why not have the AL and NL team? But I don't have that. No. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned having sport. a Gumar team. Nope. Can't have a little side piece? No. <laughs> Diamondbacks being no. a little. That's just bad. It isn't good, but I mean, you know. Look, you can cheat on the old lady. You can't cheat on your sports <laughs> team, all right? Come on. Have you seen The Sopranos? You, you know what's up. That's the best advice you've ever given, Brett. <laughs> I get a hose on your old lady. Who cares? She'll get over it. The Cubs. That's commitment. Mm-hmm. The family. That's commitment. That's right. The wife. Yeah. One no they, different. They come and they go. Women are a lot like Arby sandwiches. Boy, do they? There's five or six to choose from. They all look pretty much the same. All right. Well, what are you going to do? Give me the songs, damn it. All right. Uh, on the list. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> uh, Goldfinger, 99 Balloons for Red Balloons for that one song. Uh, all right. Mudvayne, Death Blooms. Los Angeles is burning for the Dodgers. Boy, is it. Trivium. Uh, apparently, David Lee Ross, 68 today. 69. 69? All is right. Somebody 60? told me 68. Oh. Corn uh, Slayer, Danko Jones, full of regret for for you if Toledo yeah. finds that tape. He found and it. He found it. <laughs> uh, Fugitive, Deftones, Mastodon, Wage War, Spirit Box. Let's celebrate the greatest frontman in rock history that turned into a lunatic. All but right. give me somebody, get me a doctor. Okay. That song is just flat awesome and may or may not be being performed at the Night of the Singing Dead. It will be. I just want to hear it again the good way. Is anyone in Sticks dead? Oh, God, the drummer is. With the bass player, too. Just Chuck Pagnazio or whatever his name was. Yeah, had I cancer. Think, and I think his brother's dead, too. Yeah. You can sing this. Out. Yeah, there you go. No. We can do Roboto. Maybe Gracie will come up there and Too sing with you for this. Oh, that's not a bad one, though. 
Grace will come up and sing with me and strip off his Cubs jersey and reveal a Diamondbacks tattoo. <laughs> How about that? If they win the World Series, here I go again. If they win the World Series, I'll get a Diamondbacks tattoo. Watch your mouth. Right here on my Shut chest. Shut your mouth. Yeah, don't, don't do it. 729, it is 10, 10, 23. Oh, if they win the World Series, not only will I have become a fan because they were in it, if they win it, D-backs logo right here on my chest. I have no tattoos on my body. Don't do it. Just said it. Put a flag in it, bitches. Oh, no. What? I also got a sticks tattoo on the lower back. Tramp stamp. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just, no, I'll actually get, just say Dennis DeYoung <laughs> on my back. Renegade. Oh. That makes sense for my team. The Steelers yeah. play Renegade. Play Renegade. Babe, I love you. All right, that's enough of that. Somebody get me a doctor by Van Halen. 79 this came out, and David Lee Roth was at the height of his powers. He is now 69 years old. All right. And he is uh, needing a doctor probably more than any of them. He's one of the two left from the original Van Halen. And they don't talk. So what are you going to do? It's out of control now. Just about that time for us to find out all the news that only Brady knows. I got people telling me it's a punk move to switch teams, all that. This is a dilemma I'm in. And then my buddy Doug Fairchild texts over, I hate sticks so much. So why did I put that damn song in my car the second I sat in it? God damn it, it's that harmonization in the chorus. It grabs you. I know all the words. Yeah. And another guy, Kyle, emailed and he said, uh, you know, that that isn't a I'm leaving song. It's a love song to his wife about how he won't be home for a little while. Yeah, yeah. That's my love song. Oh, Dennis to the back. Yeah, Dennis always comes back. Unless the lights are on. He hates lights. Watch the documentary. It's it's pathetic. <laughs> Dennis DeYoung was a 2020s sissy back in the 80s and 90s. I don't like concert lights, so I don't like... I have an allergy to hot lights. <laughs> what? No, you don't. That's as bad as the balloon death story. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, at 747, it is time for Brady to give you all the news... Only Brady knows. We call it the Brady Report, and it's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and Hooters has five ways to help. You can add a donation to your bill, uh, purchase an endowment card, or a 2024 Hooters calendar, which is the best way to go, uh, or enjoy a signature pink drink. They'll make you one. Also support all their local events all month long. Think pink. Hooters is... And uh, they're giving you this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy Thanks, National Angel Food Cake Day. Wow, you paused on that like you had to I thought you were wipe off your stomach. I saw you. Some got hard. I no, saw you. Didn't want to interrupt the toast. Toast and bread. Yeah. Salud. He got me a drink. A couple of baseless uh, fun facts. Joe Biden was born closer to Abraham Lincoln's second inauguration <laughs> than he was to his own. Oh, my God. That's hard to do, but I get it. Yeah, I was born there close to Lincoln days. And that cabin in Puerto Rico, black Puerto Rico, Jewland is where I'm from. Ask me. I'll tell you. I'm anything. I was an Indian, too. There's a patent, uh, patron saint of the Internet. 
It's St. Isidore of Sevilla. Yeah. I'm surprised Biden hasn't come on TV and gone, look, it's tough for me. I'm Palestinian and Jewish. I don't know what to do. I was raised by both. It's hard. You can fit all 10 of the smallest countries in the world into Houston, Texas. Oh, my God. Their total size is 576 square miles. Houston is 627 square miles. We got to be pretty close to that, too. The Phoenix proper area. The 10 countries include Vatican City, Monaco, Liechtenstein, Granada. Megan told me that, uh, I talked to her a little yesterday, she's in uh, Rome, and she said uh, one of her drivers turns and goes, Say, what do you think of the Trump and the Biden? (laughs) And she says, I think they're both kind of bad. And Megan's mom is hardcore Biden. So she got a little upset that the driver was seemingly against Biden. And so she was a little huffy about it. And then uh, as they're getting and the, and the driver heard it, pure Italian. Uh, she said, as we're getting out of the cab, the guy goes, I love it. Trump!" <laughs> <laughs> and he just screamed that he loved Trump, took his tip and drove away. <laughs> I love it. Trump. Hey, lady, I, f- you. I think I said Lichtenstein. It's Lichten- Lichtenstein. All right. Um, Ooh, correcting yourself. Wow, Brady catching himself. Wow. Never thought I'd hear that. No. Well, you know, it's so rare that he makes an error. <laughs> You're right. What? Brett. Oh, sorry. Man. Sweden is the only country that's ever had a February 30th. Hmm. It, it happened in 1712 <laughs> when they were transitioning from the old Julian calendar system oh. to the modern Gregorian calendar. Had to catch up in a couple of days. Did they do the all 30s? Which is an actually a, a better calendar. Yeah. And there's an extra month in there somehow. So every 10 years, everything balances. Instead of every four, we have to do a quarter day off. Because we're a quarter day off in time for the full rotation, which is why right. leap year happens. There's something to do with the other one where you go 30 days and add an extra month. Have a 13th month that like every 10 years or something like that, everything balances itself out. Hmm. It's kind of cool. Puerto Rico is changing their driver's licenses to add USA because they've had problems traveling in the mainland because Americans don't realize that Puerto Rico is part of the U.S. Because you're really not. I mean, just on paper. You could say that about Guam and all the others. U.S. Virgin Islands. Come on. Come on. Puerto Rico is sort of the guy. Uh-oh. Here we go. <laughs> Look, it is. It's sort of the guy who uh, is a walk-on, didn't get drafted, and he played in a couple preseason games and got cut, but in his house he's got pictures of him in the uniform. Like He never really got on the team. <laughs> he made the team. No, he didn't. He got cut from the team. He was on the – he, went further, on the than, practice he went further than almost everyone else, but he never made the team. I never hear Guam crying. Could they're in the same be the spot. trainer? No, he's just not part of it. They just told him to go home. They're like, look, you got the uniform. You got the pictures. You were here. That's enough. U.S. Virgin Islands are the same thing. I never hear them crying. No, Nobody from the Virgin Islands shows up and, and says, oh, you guys don't even know we're part of the United States. Well, as you know, you're not really. You're, we protect you. You're, you're, ne- you're necessary for that strategic area you're in. What I saw on the driver's license, it said uh, the original just says uh, Puerto Rico and then it says U.S., now, the difference, people can read it, says USA. Yeah. A little louder, a little bigger. Yeah. Bold letters. Preseason cut is what you are. 
in a new survey about people uh, making their resumes. 70% of the people say they've lied on a resume. That's what it means in Latin. Including 37% who admit to lying frequently. On the most resume? common resume lies, embellishing responsibilities. Of course. Altering job titles, number two. You're selling yourself. Yeah. I thought it would have been education, the biggest lie. Completely. Fabricating how many people you managed. Double it. Stretching the length of time you're employed at a job. That's a tough one. Yeah, that one's... Uh, but that's if you're a guy who gets fired every six months, you got to lie about a uh. couple of them. Just say you were at one place. Well, even though it was two. I worked from home. Number five, <laughs> lying about the name of the company that employed you. Well, that's just making up a job. Making up the entire position. That's the point of a resume. And by all means, I graduated from this school and whatever. Chances of them checking into that are zero. Listing skills you don't have yeah. yet. The only thing you'll run into is, let's say, and no one would lie. If you're going to lie, you wouldn't put this down, but... Uh, that you say, I went to Ohio University, and you run into Brady. Hey! So did I! That's why you don't lie about uh, that. You lie about, like, uh, Northwestern or Stanford. The odds of running into somebody who went to Stanford are zero. Know the area. Like, if I lied about what college I went to, it would be ASU. Because I know it. And people would be like, oh, yeah, where'd you hang out? Oh, we used to, to go over to Chuck Box. Oh, I loved it. Because that's all college is. It's not Devil's about... Advocate. You talk about the bars you went to, the... The experiences. But the chance of you running into a manager from ASU is almost zero. <laughs> so don't worry about it. Just put down a school where no managers graduated. According to Reed Hoffman, who's the founder of LinkedIn, he said you should give your brain an overnight job. Basically, right before you go to bed, think of a problem you want you want to solve, create creatively yeah that's what i want stress while i sleep it could be anything from how to land your dream job to how to organize your closet he says go to sleep and sleep on it let your subconscious mind think about the problem work through some solutions that way exactly what i thought want a problem. Oh, you don't want to yeah. sleep yeah you want to stress yourself go to out bed. yeah <laughs> right when you're most relaxed think of the problem to solve This 41-year-old drunk woman got arrested after attacking a mattress store mascot in Durango, Colorado. It happened right outside the mattress outlet. This happened t- September 27th. Their mascot is a six-foot-tall mattress named Maddie. I thought it would just be a mattress with two plug-ins, the <laughs> mattress outlet. They're not that clever, John. No, I guess not. They just stuffed <laughs> the dude's face into a mattress. The employee <laughs> playing... Him was only a few minutes into his shift when the woman showed up and started hugging him. Oh. But she quickly became aggressive. The manager described her as a drunk out of her mind. He says she kept trying to shove and trip Maddie to get him on the ground. Maddie. So she could just molest him. What? Then stood over screaming <laughs> profanities. Yeah. Maddie got up, ran inside. Held the door while the others called 911. She kept trying to bang on the door and push through. The cops caught up with her a block away. Assault. Here's a picture of Maddie early on the shift. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a pack of smokes. He does. 
And she just kicked his ass. She was hugging him. Poor wouldn't let got, go. Well, the worst thing you've done to the mascot is give him giant uh, cushiony hands. No one can. He can't win a fight. Krispy Kreme is teaming up with Warner Brothers. <laughs> Introducing the all-new Scooby-Doo Halloween Dozen. It's a dozen donuts with all this Scooby-Doo characters in there. They're glazed donuts and it's a beautiful box. <laughs> Just in time for Halloween. What the hell? And so they basically uh, put the characters on top oh, of the glazed donuts. Scooby Snacks. Literally. And Scooby's got a little pumpkin on his head like he just popped out. And then there's zombies in the van. The Wheaties will be thrilled. Zoinks, like let's get high and eat these, Scoob. Yeah. <laughs> Jinkies. I think that Scooby-Doo writers thought they had a couple of words that were going to catch on between Jinkies and Zoinks. And they just forced it down our throats every half hour and nobody says it. Zoinks. Like, no one says zoinks. No one says jinkies. Do you think Shaggy came up with it on the fly? The Casey Kasem? The, yeah, Casey. He might have. You know Shaggy's not real. Bull, <laughs> I don't know. Bull that jinkies was like Veronica. Jinkies was Velma. Uh, Velma. Was Velma. Velma. Yeah. Jinkies. And it was stupid. And nobody liked Velma anyway. That's why when they, they had to make her an interesting lesbian for it to work. <laughs> Let's get to a couple of radio videos. First one's a... Uh, Amateur alligator wrangler. Oh, you're not doing the Spider-Man? Oh, yeah, we can do the Spider-Man first. That's right. (laughs) Spider-Man doing a show for the kids. What is that? Whoa, oh, it's a dude. He's got a... on the web. He's kind of like a pink concert, only it's going haywire. Oh, it's spinning too high. He's going over the crowd. Oh, he got the rope broke. The rope broke and Spider-Man is dead. Thanks for coming, kids. Crushed his cranium on the stage. He landed head first on the stage. Look how fast this thing's going. There's no reason for him to even... There's a little... Young shaver enjoying the show. Oh, the rope breaks and he's he's dead. A little little final countdown, too. How appropriate. (laughs) Is that Europe going in the back? Yeah, yeah. Nobody screams or anything. Oh, that is a Spider-Man's head. I think his head popped. Oh, yeah. Wow. Fade to black. <laughs> you imagine the trauma some of those kids are growing up with? every time They're going to get triggered every time they see a Spidey. Yikes. Dodger Stadium, I think. Nope. No, it isn't. There's different Denver. lights. Denver. Okay. This is a scrap, right? Broncos From the game? stands. Nope. Brady Where doesn't remember what. Orioles? It's a streaker. Oh, oh yeah, the streaker. This is good. Oh, yeah, I, I saw this guy. Watch. Yeah. This isn't Denver. This is Baltimore. Watch this guy get flattened. Oh, you, it skipped it. it. No, watch. Oh, it did. No, they, they do a flip, but he gets tackled he will. first. He'll get him. Yeah, again, but when he first runs out onto this field, the yeah. dude just lays his ass out. I miss streaking. I'm, like, they don't show it on TV. I love this carryout, too, at first. It's oh, like, they drag him. Strung up like a... Yeah. The networks Reverse. won't show it anymore, and I, I don't mind that because the internet gives us more. It's awesome. It's like the missing link. Oh, wow. Yeah, that dude. And he's in his underpants. So he he was he knew he was getting caught. And his friends are like, oh, kick in for bail. Here's the alligator. Amateur alligator wrangler. Is this... Uh, it's got to be Florida. All right. Is this 
give you pause at all? Yeah, you or would does love it, this uh, This is why you know he's on the side of the road. Yeah. Some dude in shorts and a t-shirt standing next to the gator. The red-headed guy. He's trying to convince the gator to turn around. Sharon. Come on. Let's get him yeah, move yeah, on. Yeah. Hope he bites get him. Right get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. I'm not rooting for the ginger. He'll go for the under-the-chin move. Oh, it's going to get him and flop him right out onto Actually, that road. Actually, he gets hit by a car now. Yeah. He's on the side of the road. The music's making me want him dead, too. There he goes under the chin to prop him up. Oh! Not yet. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. So he's got the other chin, but he's oh, still yeah! Yeah! Look at the Gator is winning! Yeah! Gator is winning. Now the dude who's just been standing. Oh, that's awesome. That's we don't even awesome. see how it ends. Oh, good. Ed Sheeran got effed up. Love it. <laughs> Screw you, Sheeran. Throw that chunk out of your leg. The last one is a quality uh, pizza delivery. The person said, this is why I'm never ordering food again or pizza. Oh, God. Oh, I saw this. I, this is horrible. And the pizza has to be taped shut. Otherwise. Again, it's hot and ready. Yeah, that's for sure. Hot she and ready. And she's door. reaching into her drawer's oh. front side. She's digs her, in. Digs into the now front butt. the fingers. And then, oh, she's got she's something on them. Them. She's got something on that hand. She's, oh, oh did she open the pie or just put it on the no, box? No, that's, okay. they cut it off there. I think they didn't want anyone to see the rest. Ugh. All right. Brett? Enjoy your breakfast. All right. That was tough. Brett, go ahead. I only got one, and right. this is not from my uh, normal content creator. All right. Audition? But, uh, is this an audition? Kind of. No, he's he's a he's a regular player, but this is uh, <laughs> this one's called uh, drilling for something. He's in the rotation, and we oh god, oh, oh it's a drill bit on the guy's urethra. Oh, it's deep and it goes. Oh, oh that's a corkscrew. That's a corkscrew to the base. That's a wine corkscrew with a. Oh, we pull it around. No, it's not a corkscrew. Oh, what is that thing? That is. It's designed specifically for, for this. That, yeah. Oh, it's got oh. little nubs on it. Oh, it goes all the way into the urethra. Like that's got. It's only about a four inch wiener, and he's got about eight inches of stuff he's putting through it. Oh, oh, and then he pulls it out like. Oh. A, oh. How do you find out you're into that? <laughs> that's all I got today. Oh, that's <laughs> quick, enough. quick and painful. Ugh. What is that? Zoinks. Jinkies. Thank you, Rico, for that one. Rico Blaze? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, good. Zoinks, like I shoved this thing in my urethra last night, Scoob. Bruh. I've been pissing blood all day. <laughs> it's not funny, Scoob. We've got to solve this mystery. Not me today, Fred. Jinkies, why did you do that? I'm high as a kite. I'm an unreliable drug addict. <laughs> it was Old Man Johnson that was sounding. <laughs> I got the idea for Old Man Johnson at the carnival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Scoob, stay loyal. No. <laughs> That's hard to look at. The gator eating that guy was exciting. That thing in that dude's penis was brutal. That's where we are in society. I'd rather watch a guy get eaten by a gator on TV than a dude who's enjoying himself with something stuffed in his pee-pee. I hate you, general public. Uh, it's 804. I have no idea who's doing that. Who's sitting next to me at Aftermath? 
and like just hours earlier had a corkscrew in his dick. <laughs> you're out there. I know you're out there. There's too many of you. I just keep it to yourselves, you freaks. Uh, that's it. There goes your Brady report. It's 98 KUPD. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. 98 Holmberg's morning sickness. I just, I just thought of this too. There's Weezer, everybody. Guns N' Roses show is uh, tomorrow also, right? And all they've done is beg us. Again, I'm in the midst of my anger to Guns N' Roses as well. So uh, to Guns N' Roses, we at KUPD say heartily, uh, f*** you. Did you get the emails that went out? Please purchase new tickets. Yeah, we had to buy new tickets on Sunday. They begged us because this show didn't sell very well. Begged us because they've been here, what, three times in the last year and a half playing the same. They're not bringing anything new to the party. They're just... Fleecing you for a few more, and they're fun live band. Although I hear that the thing they did in Indio, I got some video of that, and it didn't sound good. But a lot of times, phone video of a, of a live performance always sounds like garbage. But uh, they begged us, like, hey, get more tickets, just p- push the show, please help us out, because they weren't selling what they thought they'd sell at the ballpark. So they pull this thing because the Diamondbacks have their game Wednesday. I personally think, just reading the room, that Guns N' Roses is about done. That they're not getting along anymore. They're milking this one last thing because they wouldn't even add a date to their schedule to make this right. True. You know, that they're, and, and watching their half hearted performance on stage the other night in India, mm-hmm. playing Sweet Child of Mine, and, you know, the, it's so easy. Well, the set list is the same. The same set list they've been running out and at us for six years. When is the last date? And that's, well, I don't know, but they wouldn't. Remember, they go to Mexico, I think. Yeah, they've got a schedule. They're like, you know what? We can't even, we're not even going to take the time to add that back in. We're done. And the other part that kind of pisses me off, that makes me feel the, uh, you thing. After all the begging they've done since this thing went on sale for us to help them with free tickets and everything else, they didn't give us any for this show. Not us in particular, but to give to you guys. How many of you have gotten screwed by this deal i can't count i cannot count how many tickets we gave away on the air i cannot count it oh and, it's at least 50 you know pair. making people jump through hoops and play games on the air yeah it's all fun but in the end you get a prize that's what we do here at the station we're like helping you guys hey good for you here's something for your effort uh guadalupe squares you come in second you get your choice of this that and the other what we gave tons of tickets away and they and they just basically threw those away and then we're like hey can we give uh, like a whole barrage of month no well, they don't have as many tickets. They to don't have any to hand out. Place, yeah, yeah. So, just, so it's about fleecing fans. Yep. Yeah, Guns and Roses is. Uh, Wonder how many re-upped. Well, I don't know how many. I people know a lot didn't because buy, I've yeah. seen friends on Facebook. Yeah. I'm not yeah. paying double now for right. what I was paying and the first waiting time. Waiting thirty to yeah. sixty days Again, for a refund. That's and, the and you guys are right to save the Guns and Roses on behalf of us. It's weird because it's uh, like. All they had to do was say, all right, sorry, conflict. Obviously, the Diamondbacks get the stadium first rights. Uh, and if you get canceled, you get canceled. Now, I would have had more respect for them if they just said, sorry, guys, your Diamondbacks took our date. We don't have time to do this. We'll try to make it up to you on the next tour. They didn't say that. They basically said, try Wednesday if you want to come. You can. If not, we're done after That's this tour. That's the band saying we don't want to extend. They don't want another day together. Yeah. I'm with you on they, that. I, I, just, I feel like that. There's just this is it. That they've, they've run this thing into the ground as best they can. 
six years of, of trying this all over again. They've made a ton of money. Good possibility they might not even finish it out. I think they'll finish it out. I think that they're managing that. We'll just go on stage. We'll spend the three hours, two and a half hours together, and we'll get out of it. We're done. But to sit and have to sit in a room and talk, what do you guys want to do? Like, do you want to come back and do another? Having such a any band that's having a great time is like cool. We'll come back. Another reason for us to go, and it's a grind being on the road and all that. But one more day, and you get an extra night off. And you know what? They do like they did uh, the great story of uh, Fraser Ali at the Madison Square Garden when that thing came too. Uh, when they got a, a date, there was a James Taylor concert connected to that that night, and they went to James Taylor and said, "We're going to bump you." But we're going to give you tickets to the fight. And he goes, that's perfect. That's one night off for me and the band. We get to get high, watch a fight. And these, these, these terrible seats. James Taylor got stuffed way into the back of the goes, But we were still there. It was when we came back uh, when it was open the next time. Because they were happy together. They were like, next opening we've got, we still owe New York a, a thing. We had sold tickets and everything else. That was when James Taylor was booming. booming. So it's uh, kind of a strange situation. But the, the Guns N' Roses thing is not cool. And we didn't do it. So I just want to reiterate again. We would love to try to get you guys to go to that show. Everybody who won a ticket from us. But we don't have any juice. They yeah. took them away. They, they basically burned them and said, you're on your own. So they screwed us and they screwed you. Which is why I gladly say uh, to them as we speak, hey, Guns N' Roses. You. Proud of it. That's the best use of that big you ever. Ever. Now. What do we have to give away? Don't say Guns N' Roses tickets. <laughs> nah, we got nothing. No, <laughs> no we got uh, Rob Schneider tickets. What? And, uh, you know, the hell with it. Let's go with uh, Perfect Circle, Pussifer, and Primus Oh, my tickets. God. Oh, Sassanta or whatever. Sassanta? I don't know. Oh, it's his uh, Sassanta. It's his uh, 60th, 60th birthday. Yeah, it's well. Maynard's 60th. Whoa. All right. I'll give you tickets to go see that thing. We're going to figure out how to do that next because... Maynard is less of a dick than Guns N' Roses. Said no one ever. Said no one ever. <laughs> about You replace the words Guns N' Roses with just about every member of the planet, and Maynard tops them. But not anymore. Maynard is second place to the Guns N' Roses dickery. Uh, so we'll give those tickets away. We'll tell you how we're going to do that next. It's 98. It's out of control now. 98. I'm just goofing around. It's not a thing. <laughs> I love doing it. I've got a golden ticket. Doesn't count. <laughs> not a thing. Uh, we do not have the f- the last. Oh man, the phone's just exploded. I may have made a mistake. You did you make did. a mistake. Oh, I I don't know what we can't do what we're gonna do. <laughs> but it's so. F- Fun. I did talk to my. Uh, uh, I, I, we, I, look, yesterday we we've been trying to figure out how to give this last pair of tickets to the Vegas uh, trip. We we ran into a wall there. Nobody won on Friday when the contest rules ended on October sixth. We're like, well, now what? And our lawyers, uh, we talked to them on Monday, and they're like, well, you got to do this, you got to do that. You said you give away five, and blah blah blah. blah. And I'm like, isn't it in the rules that if we have an opening, goes, yeah, but you can't do this. And there are all sorts. I'm like, fine. We had to figure out a way to give it out. Couldn't do it on Monday. That was the rule. So today was the day we had planned. I talked to uh, Adam Ray, who is out of his hands giving us tickets to go see him up in Vegas. And I'm chatting with Adam. Guess what Adam did? And he was talking about doing this. And we was like, I want to be part of this. But he was uh, like, his, he's like, I want to come out. 
So I'm like, yeah, come out. Uh, the week of, we'll talk about the shows, assuming we'd have had the winners. If you don't have the winners, we'll just give them away. And I'm like, where was that? I forgot about that. So Adam said he's going to fly out anyway to see family. He's coming in tomorrow, and he wants to be responsible for how we give away the last one. Well, good. Then we're safe. So we don't have to do a thing. Yeah. So Adam is going to... And that got approved. <laughs> we didn't even ask. This is the best part. It doesn't matter. We're just going to put your name on the plane and then ask for forgiveness later. Now, the problem will happen if we go through all the rules and everything else, hop on the plane, the set jet plane, and dude uh, who uh, Adam takes as the winner uh, falls out of the plane or gets run over on the run. Like, he wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> so then the whole station's liable for that. But you know what? We'll be dead by then. If the plane goes down, it doesn't matter. So we got to kind of put bubble wrap over this winner. But he's like, no way. If I'm giving you tickets, bro, I'm telling you, I'm giving that ticket away. I'm like, all right. I don't know what he's got planned. Is he giving away? Maybe Dr. Phil's going to give it away. <laughs> maybe, maybe. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But he said he's coming. He may or may not. He's not 100%. But he said he might try to get in here tomorrow morning. And if he does, we'll leave it up to him. They're his tickets anyway. Oh, yeah. So you got that. Anyway, the golden ticket doesn't count. I know you all are trying, and I've messed everything up with the phones, but. My apologies to you and yours. Let's try another thing. We'll give you five and ten. How about that? Uh, Pussifer, a perfect uh, uh, circle, circle who you just heard from, and Tool are no, coming no, in. Primus. Primus. Or Primus, I'm sorry. Tool's what the other. Yeah, That's right. Tool's the other show. That's right. And Primus. Still a great show. Oh, yeah. Primus in a perfect circle. Amazing. I don't care about Pussifer at all. Not even a little bit. But it's pretty awesome to have uh, you know that, that show coming. So we'll give you tickets to go see that. Uh, but five and ten, we're going to give you a topic. You name five things that apply to that topic in ten seconds or less, and we'll give you tickets to that show. How about that? So now you can text in. I mean, phone in. Sorry, I'm very confused on how things work now. Jeez. Five eight five nine eight hundred because we broke these. I did that. Sorry, everybody. I hope Castle X was doing a game or something. <laughs> we wrecked everything. Well, that's the reason I did it. I started laughing. I'm like, don't they normally do a call-in now? <laughs> so I played the golden ticket thing and giggled and then realized, oh, we're about to go onto the phones. We've, I've fought it on my own pitard, as they say. Uh, it is uh, 846. So call us up, 585-9800, and we'll play 5 and 10 for some Pussifer and Primus stuff. It's 98KUPD. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Holmberg's morning sickness. All right, it is uh, just about that time to get you guys involved in this thing. It is the. Uh, it's a very fast game. This is a quick one. We've been kind of rough on you lately. I'll tell you that with the golden ticket stuff and all that. I don't like that song. What else do I got? <laughs> this one makes me feel nervous. How about this? Let's go ahead. We've been a little rough on you. Let me speak of Brady's stupid jokes. <laughs> ah, screw it. Let's go to the basics. <laughs> anyway. To the so base. we're going to make it simple on you. I give you a topic. You name five things in that topic. You just got to do it fast. You'll have uh, 10 seconds to get five items. When I give you the topic, you go boom, 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 boom. You get tickets to go see uh, Post for a Perfect Circle and Primus. How about that? When is that? Uh, April in 27th. April. Jesus, that's a ways out. Seems like it. Next thing you know, it'll be April. That's after. That's We'll have a world champion in football and in baseball by then. And cruising into the NBA playoffs. Come on. Got a whole basketball season. That starts tonight, too. Go Suns. The preseason's going on tonight. 
starts here. Look, started on Sunday. All right, April are 17th, we ready? As a matter of fact, seventeenth, not twenty seventh. Okay, April seventh. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, John is on line one. Let's get this together with a five and ten. John, are you there? Yes, I am here. How are you, John? I am doing great, man. This is Tree Man, dude. Third time in, bro. You were the dude who started the Golden Ticket one and like the eighth guy, and now this. That is correct. You are a, you're a phone true. witch. You're what's called a phone Got a witch. Special phone. I'm impressed by you. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Good right. luck to you. I'll right. give you a topic. You name five things that fall under the umbrella of that topic in 10 seconds or less. We'll give you tickets to the show. Here we go. Ready? Yes. Oh, you know what I could be doing? This one. Are you ready? Yes, sir. There we go. Now I like what we've got going on. That's better. All right. The clock will start when I give you the top. Name five WNBA teams go. Uh, Rockets, Hurricane. Uh, <laughs> You're just saying Lesbos. words. Uh, You're just, no. is, you only got one. Rockets. Well, you really don't want them to win. John, uh, that's not even fair to call you a three-time loser. I think you're a winner. Another. You're a winner in my book. Hell no. That's still a thing. They're in the finals right now. Ooh. You got the Mercury, the There's Aces, the, the Liberty, the Sun. The oh, Mist- I thought it was just down to two. My favorite team, the Mystics. Anyway, sorry, John. That's uh, probably the out. hardest question you've had, man. It's a tough one. Yeah, you would have you lost that one. <laughs> I would have gone sky. There Is there still a sky? There's a, there's a Chicago sky. Okay. Said no one ever. I know. It doesn't really go. All right, John, let's go to the next one. Liberty. We'll go to Jeff on line three. Jeff, are you there? I'm here. Are you ready, Jeff? I'm ready. All right. I'll give you the topic when the clock starts. You're ready to go. Here. It's your topic. I want you to name five lead singers in music with blonde hair. Go. Oh, crap. Uh, Jimmy Page. Uh, uh-huh. Sebastian oh. Bach. Uh, yeah. There's one. Yeah. Oh, Page isn't even a singer. <laughs> Jimmy Page doesn't sing. Sebastian Bach was a good answer. Yeah, you need an what, answer. That's Brady. We're done with it. Oh, okay. Brady's asking weeks old questions. All right, Jeff's out. Richie's up. I like that topic. That was a good one. That's, I like that too. We might do that again. Richie, are you there? Yes, sir. All right, you ready, Richie? Yes, sir. Here's your here here. This is your topic. I got lots of go. dramatic music here. All right. All right. All right. How about this one? Five. It doesn't matter what genre either. Five bands whom or who uh, the name of the band starts with the letter T. Go. Tesla. Man, I, I have no clue. You're freezing on me. I'm, I'm out. I'm a hip hop guy, man. You could have named a few of those dudes. Yeah, name tool, some too short. Ah. Too short. Tool. Ah. Yeah. Uh, two ah. live crew. Uh, Tim, Timbuk three. Timberland. <laughs> Timberland. Timbal- yeah. There you go. Timberlake. I'll even give you that. All right. Sorry about that. Richie, the hip hop guy. Yeah, you go, JT. I said any genre, and he throws. Well, I'm a hip hop guy. Well, that counts, right? Push a T. I'd have taken it. Two chains. T. Ice T. Ice T. Salt and pepper, hot tea, green tea, black tea. I'd have taken all the teas. You want to go blind? Yeah, let's go blind. Oh, we just lost Malissa. She's been through a lot. Matthew, are you there? 
Yes. All right. Off a of speakerphone, correct? Now I am. All right. There you go. All right, Matthew, are you ready? Yes. Here is your topic. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this. All right. Are you a lesbian by chance, Matthew? I am. I'm very interested right. in women. He likes the ladies. Well, then they should know this. All right. Are you a car guy? Uh, sort of. This might not be fair. Let's do it anyway. All right. Let's do it anyway. He said so. All right. I want you to name five models of Subaru. Go. Oh, well, that's not fair. <laughs> you said no. There's the the Subaru Brat. One. Um, I'll give you an extra ten seconds. <laughs> the the Outback, the Brat, the Ascent. Oh, Subaru Ascent. Oh, come on! The you were nailing the inner lesbian guesses. Oh, it's like you. He panicked early. He oh, said, "Oh, that's not fair." Tight. All right. This lesbian got it. Yeah, but he Deborah gave him an extra ten. So I gave you twenty seconds to do that. All right, he's out. We'll go. With this one is more. the Alt ADC five and five. WNBA and Subaru questions. Five female tennis players was my next one. How about Marilyn? Okay, Marilyn, are you there? Yes. You sound horrendous, Marilyn. Who pay? Who are you, Marilyn? Who? What's your real name? I'm Rudy. Rudy and Marilyn pays your bills. Yes, Tia or Esposa. <laughs> Madre. Oh, it's your mother. Even worse. <laughs> even worse. Mom still pays for your phone. Rudy. She's beautiful. How old are you? Uh, too old. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's a good answer. That's a correct answer. All right, here we go. Old enough to knit. That's uh, old enough to pay for your own phone. All right, here we go. Good luck to you. Uh, are you ready to play? Yes, sir. Here. There's your topic. We're looking for. Oh, this is my. Are you a big TV watcher? Yes, sir. All right. I want five. Local newscasters go. Uh, uh, that Japanese guy. <laughs> yes, that's one. Uh, I'll give him one. On 12 News. I'm John Hook. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not the right button. I'm sorry. Gary <laughs> Lake. Gary Lake is uh, no part of it. <laughs> I like you. But I know why your mom pays for your phone. All right. Uh, uh, see you later, Mr. Marilyn. Oh, my goodness. All right. Let's try one more. We'll get one more. It's not uh, fair. You said TV watcher. I mean. Fun. Local newscasters. Yeah, I know. Why well, is that not fair? No one go watches. Joe. Yeah, that's right. But he said he did. That's why I asked him that. You got to go follow Joe. along. Joe. <laughs> Tonight on 12 News, Karibe Divine and that Japanese guy. That's how <laughs> Megan describes stuff to me. What's the guy, you know, the TV and the Japanese, and then he's got the... Tonight on the Japanese, you know, the thing Netflix guy. <laughs> he's got the one green, but it's sort of slanted. His hair's weird. Oh, careful. <laughs> oh, that's true. I said slanted. All right, Joe, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hello, Joe. How are you? Pretty good. Are you ready to play? Oh, yeah. All right, five and ten. Your topic is... Spin the wheel. In honor of tonight's first preseason game at Footprint Center, I want you to name five current Phoenix Suns. Go. Booker. Um, 
Oh my God, Booker. Huh? I'm getting it. Um, Booker. Oh, my ah. oh, man. You got Booker three times. That doesn't count. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Joe. I want another one, Brett. All right. Somebody's got to get something. Here. Who should we pick up here? There Let's you go. Uh, try Performance AZM. Oh, Performance. Are you there? Yes. All right. Get off speakerphone, please. Help me out. Yes. All right. Are you Are you ready? Perf- what is your name? Eric. What's Performance AZM, Eric? Uh, that's my business. I'm a uh, car repair. You almost said I'm an alcoholic. Yeah, I said that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. All right, here we go. Your topic is... Ooh. How about five KUPD employees? Go. Okay. John Holmberg. Me. Brady Bogan. Two. Uh, Toledo. Three. Uh... uh There's another guy right here, sitting right here, for Christ's sake. I know, I know, I know, I know. Dude, it just seems so easy when you're listening on the phone. Oh, my gosh. He's talking to you. What are the guys that's talking to you? Do you know it now that there's no no pressure? What's his name? Uh, Big Dick Toledo, John Holmberg, Brady Bogan, and... Uh, yeah, I'm so stupid. I want to say creepy. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have failed anyway. Yep. Oh my god! It's Brett for crying uh, out loud. Brett or Bert? He's got I two know, names. Brett, yeah, Brett. Yeah, Brett Bethley. Wow. And now you Jeez, know his whole you know name. It. What's the matter with who is your fifth guest? Then you got all four of us. Um. Then I would have been uh, uh, Larry. There you go. See, look at you. You screwed it all up. Could man. even win John Gordon. The pressure. Why? Yeah, he's an employee. Why does the pressure get to people? It's amazing. All right, we'll try one more. <laughs> All right, let's see one here. You get let's to, try. You get to choose him. All right, Matt. Matthew. Matt, are you there? Yes. Are you ready, Matt? Yes. Here we go. In honor of this playoff run where the Diamondbacks will sweep the Dodgers, cruise into the NLCS, and perhaps take my Cubs from my life and go all the way to the World Series, I want you to name five current Diamondback players. Go. Uh, Zach Gallen, uh, Corbin Carroll, Cattell Marte. Uh, go, 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 go. Uh, go. Kelly, go. Walker. Walker. Christian Walker. Longoria. Yes. Oh, man. Yes, I knew those guys. I knew them. Just couldn't rattle them out. All right. Sorry about that. Ooh. You know what I came up with last night? Because the closer for the Diamondbacks' name is Seawald. But it sounds like a kid with a speech impediment trying to say SeaWorld. Right. They got the pool out there. So for the on the big screen, when SeaWorld comes out, lights go out, big screen shows the pool, and Shamu leaps out of it, pukes out SeaWorld onto the mound. Hmm. We're going to SeaWorld. Because it sounds like a little kid who can't say it. <laughs> I'm going to SeaWorld, Dad. SeaWorld. Yeah. It's a word. I'm big <laughs> C-word, C-word. Even, oh, it'd be even better if they flashed <laughs> that up on the All right, fans, chant it with me. <laughs> Yay, C-word. <laughs> All right, that's it. Nobody wins today. We have C in mind. All right, you want to try another one? Yeah, sure, why not? For C. C, oh, C for Colosimo's on the line? Yeah. C, are you there? Hello? Who's this? This is Kyle. Kyle, you spending him with a C. Why does your caller ID just say C? Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> it's under my brother-in-law's name. Oh, I see. Jesus. Does anybody pay for their own bills? All right, here we go. We're the only ones. <laughs> we'll try one more. All right, ready? All right, and uh, all right. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. Here. 
is your topic. Ready. This is a tough one, buddy. All right, here we go. Five current or past members of Guns N' Roses. Go. Oh, I, I don't know. You don't know any of them? I can't think of any of them. Give me two. Give me two. Uh, Brett. No. <laughs> you guys are getting funnier by the day. You, the, audience should have its, the audience should have its own show. They're very funny. Uh, no, Brett is not in Guns N' Roses. He's got a Jew from playing guitar? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Are you, are you secretly doing something we don't know? <laughs> are you Saul? <laughs> all right, that's it. No more. No more of that Me. stuff. You're all done. That was a complete failure by all of you. Wow. What am I supposed to do with these people? All right. Well, then I guess we get to keep those tickets. Who knows? The show got canceled anyway and then screwed over. That last guy maybe was calling in with a story, experience on the other station, and had no idea about Guns N' Roses. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea. I don't know what he was doing. Brett. He was listening to the last caller, though. Brett is the guy everyone forgets. He knew your whole name. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's the pressure, bro. It is the pressure. The and then seat. I joined Guns N' Roses. So, yeah, you know, somehow hey. or another you got involved in that. You're very busy. Uh, it's 9.07. Well, there you go. Nobody wins today. You're all a little off. Hmm. Maybe we'll try again before we leave. I like that game. Uh, we're all the... Uh, oh, geez, we got the hot releases coming done. up. We're not going to be able to do that. Yeah, we're all done with that, at least. Uh, uh, hot releases are right around the corner. Get ready for it. It's 98. <laughs> It's out of control now. KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Morning sickness. Oh, that will be uh, loud and in my house at about two o'clock this afternoon. That's right. Sodomizing Linda. Night of the Singing Dead rehearsals happening this afternoon. Getting ready for the two shows. God knows why they did that. Two shows. October 27th and 28th. The 27th is at uh, downtown, CB Live, Copper Blues, sorry. Uh, and then 28th shows up at Desert Ridge. we got to sell them both or we look like fools. So we're going to ask you guys for help, please, for God's sakes, help. But yeah, today we're, we're old men, so we do daytime rehearsing. We all agreed. Like, we're going to do it. All for it. We're all like, well, that's if we can get out of there by like four or five. That'd be great, right? So Marty's texting over. What about one? And most of us will start setting up about one, get going about two. It is sort of pathetic. Katera going to be up by then? Uh, Katera wakes up about noon, so okay. he should be good. Right. Yeah. No errands? <laughs> errands? <laughs> You'd have to have responsibilities. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm sure he's got to make the bed and stuff or his wife will beat him. <laughs> but otherwise, no, he's got nothing to do. <laughs> and she should beat him. Absolutely. He deserves it. Stedman lives a lap of luxury. He's got to <laughs> appreciate that. He'll never hear the end of it. Marrying that, marrying that beautiful lawyer and George Jefferson is way home up. all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he totally Jeffersoned his way right out of that. Anyway, what are you going to do? But yeah, so we're getting ready for it. Tickets are going to go on sale, I think, next week if you want to do that. And it's great. And we're going to have beers down there and get, I think we got to uh, try to get a couple of kegs of Chiching Chavez that are still out at the Four Peaks, try to get load that up. And then that means the Humane Society wins again, and they need it, man. They're going through all sorts of fun with that.
nutbag at Chandler. Anyway, in the meantime, uh, the hot releases are upon us. This bodies is no longer a hot release. It's, in fact, a cold body. So that's why it's part of the Night of the Singing Dead. Uh, and if you want to stand in my driveway and listen to us rehearse, I'll call the police. <laughs> no question about it. Uh, it's the hot releases. Barrage by our friends at Eric's Family BBQ, ericsfamilybbq.com out there in Avondale. And that, my friends... It's the best barbecue you'll ever eat in your life. We got some of that pastrami. I never have once looked to get a pastrami sandwich other than a joke sandwich I got with you in Vegas that time. You and me and Fitz, remember? Oh, yeah. And we got these giant at the, the, the Katz's Deli in the Mirage. This thing was the size of my thigh. Brady was very interested. That was a, I'm very interested. familiar with that, that sandwich. That was a very interested look on your face. I know about Tell Katz's me more. Deli. You do yeah. in Vegas. Or the one in New York? New York. Oh, you've been to Katz's in New York? No, I've, oh, you I just know. nailed it. I had <laughs> you gold it? belly. What? You can, uh, it's a service that sends oh, you the product. Oh, they send you get food. Yeah. You order food from out of state? Why wouldn't you? I have, it's not like yeah. Primanti's? That's the only thing I've heard about being. That's available on gold belly. No, I've had Primanti brothers, Primanti brothers right. from Pittsburgh for Steeler games to yeah, authenticate. But I've never just thought, you know what we need to do? Take out from Manhattan. You have no real ties to that. You just wanted their sandwich. Yeah. Yes. You see a picture of that? You see <laughs> But it doesn't travel. There's no way. You have to still have it to make it. pretty good. Yeah, but you have to make it at home. You're not getting the authentic. I mean, it's neat. But it traveled pretty good. It traveled pretty good. Right through my gullet <laughs> right into my gut. Right down there. Traveled two and a half feet. And now it's in Phoenix's sewer system. So, <laughs> f- you if it didn't travel. <laughs> Story. Anyway, Eric's Family BBQ. You don't have to order from Manhattan. They've got delicious pastrami right here in town. And I never, but we went to the to the cats in Vegas. Yeah, and uh, got the and it's the size of your thigh. And that was the one where we build Larry. Remember, we put it on Larry's room. Sent We're him. still. Oh, oh, he is still pissed. He's about probably that. driving around hearing us talk about it right now. Sweating up that garbage. We just knew his room and his name. He's taking a bat to Brett's car right so, now. So yeah, we. Uh, it was hilarious. So, yeah, we build Larry on the cat's deli. Anyway, uh, the best pastrami I've ever had uh, was from Eric's at my house a couple weeks ago. It traveled well, too, but it was only from Avondale. It's not that bad. <laughs> Is Larry going with us to Vegas this time? Oh, God, no. He wouldn't no. go because we'll, we'll charge him the whole time. I, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't think We he can does. do a redo. He doesn't do well there. There's a lot of money floating around in Vegas, and that oh, makes him uncomfortable. Too. I know. He's here. Too much neuroses for Larry to be part of that. Anyway, uh, Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. I'm not kidding. It's no joke. I didn't order it as a joke, but I would order it every time. That was the best pastrami I've ever eaten. Ever. It ain't No question. It is good. Head on over there, Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Catering, or if you just want to sit in there and eat it, or just grab it and take it home. They got you covered. Uh, who's first in the hot releases today? Let's let's go with uh, Toledo again. Movies and DVDs and games. Uh, games out. Today, the big game out is on uh, Xbox and PC. Forza Motorsport. This is the latest in a long line of their Forza Sport series. Uh, uses uh, cutting-edge AI. Whoa. You can compete in 500 different cars on world-famous tracks around the world with advanced right. physics. You've got this. Advanced physics? It's a video game, aren't you? Physics. It looks real to it me. It does look real. Creeping that new Corvette. It looks like one of Brett's videos. Like, this could go south really easily. That's pretty impressive. If that's the gameplay. Yeah, that's the gameplay. It's it's a pretty fun game. If you like racing games. All right. Uh, Let's see. On Netflix, The Fall of the House of Usher is their latest new series. The guy doing the Super Bowl show? 
What happened? What did he do? Yeah, yeah. 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 It's time. Based on the works of Edgar Allan Poe, ruthless siblings Roderick and Madeline Usher have built Fortunato Pharmaceuticals into an empire of wealth, privilege, and power. Stand stronger and darker than ever before. Well, yeah, that Usher's in it. Strong Usher. Mark Hamill's in it. Well, I was just going to say, that guy and then the dude from uh, E.T. The little boy was from... More often. It's just a balm for the soul. Also, this is based off of Edgar Allan Poe's poetry. Roderick Usher. Your family is a collection of... I got an F on an Edgar Allan Poe report I did. Uh-oh, why? Junior year of high school. I wrote... Four pages of pure nonsense. And the teacher <laughs> just wrote in red it. on top, you haven't read one word of Edgar Allan Poe's work. <laughs> yes, I have. Name a poem. It's in there. And I was just like scrapping through. Yes, sir, have you read oh, this trash? Off the pictures, basically. <laughs> There's a bird. And then You didn't even get the cliff notes? I was. Isn't it like a raven? Isn't that look, the, the raven? One? Is a good okay. one. That's Quoth good. the raven. That's nevermore. a good start. Brad. And I found yeah. that in the picture. As far as I'm I remember in the bottom of the picture, it said "Quoth the raven nevermore." I'm like, oh, that's where we get the name. So I made up a story about the bird. And I'm like, I didn't think the, I didn't think teachers actually read this stuff. <laughs> they saw the four pages. They hey, look four pages of BS on a guy you've never touched, and he was right. I hadn't read a thing. Uh, also, uh, uh, this week on Friday on Apple TV Plus, Lessons in Chemistry, starring Brie Larson. As a brilliant chemist turned T- famous TV host. Oh. Bill Nye the science guy? In life, discoveries usually lead to more questions. In fairness, later I did a report on Edgar Allan Poe. The only constant My freshman year of college, I did very well. The unexpected. I actually read it. It's pretty we good. can't control it. Yourself. It's only when you look backwards that you see how it was all connected. Anyway, this is a series giving you a lot in the trailer. Too, um, much, too much math. <laughs> right. I got a C in the uh, Edgar Allan Poe. I survived. You got a C? In, in the high school version, yeah. yeah. Well, you did a better job actually probably looking at some of it. <laughs> uh, when big, you read it, it's really good. And then you realize the Ravens are named after him, so you know right. what? You. Well, he's from Baltimore, Edgar right? Allan Poe. Yeah, they buried him. Uh, on Netflix, Big Vape, The Rise and Fall of Jewel. I didn't know it had fallen. Me neither. Move fast and break things. That's the tech ethos. It was wildly irresponsible. There are a billion people who still smoke globally. We saw this as a huge public health opportunity. The way that Apple markets the product. Isn't it still better for you? It just blows up in your pocket. I I don't think this Jewel one was because I think it was actually nicotine. Because we wanted to take down big tobacco. Our entire mission is to put them out of business. And you just let them... So if you're into docs... I just know that a lot of regular smokers still call them sissy sticks. Right. Uh, Out on HBO, Doom Patrol Season 4 this week. Oh, Larry's interested. Larry likes the Doom. Very dangerous is headed our way. It has its moments. Immortus is real, and it's coming. We are wandering into the literal end of days as we speak. (laughs) That's kind of what I feel. The is it funny? It's the it can be. Sort of. of yeah. Immortality. It's okay. Why? Larry's giving it a thumbs up. Exactly. This is our Brady 3. It's, it's uh, <laughs> built for Larry. It's watchable. <laughs> yeah, Brady will like that. I was entertained. Uh, Brady will like this one too from your childhood. Remember Goosebumps? 
R.L. Stein. They made it a series on Disney Plus and Hulu. Nathan Bratt, I'm the new English teacher. Justin Long, yeah, everybody wondered where he went. Yeah. The old Biddle House. (laughs) The Biddle House. Never liked Goosebumps. Never did? Nope. Really? Thought everybody. Thought it was a chick thing. I thought that and the Smurfs were chick things. Uh,. Lil Rel Howry, Lil Rel Howry, wow, wow. So, white. so white, so white, so white, is in a new movie called The Mill on Hulu. Lil Rel, he's hilarious. It's a sci-fi thriller. Hulu, I like that. He wakes up beside an ancient grist mill situated in the center of an open-air prison cell with no idea how he got there. Saw. Your work consists of pushing the mill. I always got to keep working that thing. Failure around. to meet your daily quota will result in a punishment. Uh-oh. The employee with the fewest points will be terminated. Oh, a little bit squid games. A little bit squid games and saw and get out. Boys in the hood. Not sure exactly what I'm looking at there. <laughs> a lot Put of it. down the gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Put down the mother gun, Trey. Alvina uh, Chapito, our listener, was watching uh, Boys in the Hood this weekend and texted me or emailed me and said, I'm watching it. And I said, all right. And then like an hour and a half later, I got quotes. Put down the mother gun, Trey. <laughs> and she's at the part. I'm so sick of L.A. Uh, <laughs> out tonight, today oh, on tonight. Prime Video is Mr. Dress Up, the magic of make-believe. This huh. is basically the Canadian Mr. Rogers, kind yeah. of Captain yeah, what, Kangaroo you were, guy. what color you were, what religion you were, what language you spoke. You watched Mr. Dress Up. Ernie Coombs, Mr. Dress Up. I mean, he was just so kind and gentle. Ernie never it's a rip forgot it. You yeah. know he and Rogers He's a poor man. Oh, yeah. Mr. Rogers and him would fight to the death. He there he is. Well, there's Fred saying he was great. people that Fred Rogers and Ernie Coombs came to Canada together. What? Most people don't even realize that they were very close friends. 4,000 episodes. No kidding. Wow. Never heard of the dude. There are never not that many shows. Canadian. It don't matter. That's, that's right, because it's Canadian. Right. It's teaching kids <laughs> to be right. uh, dumb. Yeah. Unless it's hockey or rush, nobody yeah. cares. Clearly didn't work. I've met people from Canada, and they're not bright. So their children's shows are a little are slow. drinking a lot of beer, yeah. though. Uh, Lady uh, Elaine Fairchild, eh? <laughs> Give me a Labatt, won't you, boys? <laughs> boys. Uh, Jamie- Hello, tits, eh? What's going on around here, eh? Jamie Lee Fox, I assume pre-stroke, did a movie for Prime Video called right. The Burial. I would think so. Tommy Lee Jones. It happens in the scene. How y'all doing? He and Tommy Lee Jones are in this together? All yep. y'all that don't know who I am, my name is Willie Gary. Based on a true story. William Gary. Never heard of him. What's so special about this guy anyway? I'm just here for the truth. Irrigation is war. It's a battle. Bam! And I'm not talking about no bullshit either. No, oh, you can't say come on. that. Jeez. It's a terrible word. Well, watch that movie yourself. And then this one's for you, John. Frazier. I didn't understand why I did it, but I knew he was going to swear. You had your hand on the button. You were right. Uh, Frazier, Paramount Plus. It's back. Debuts. That's a great oh, the horrors of aging. My hand. I feel amalgamated. I've been watching a lot of Cheers reruns. No, Mr. Grammar is... Uh, <laughs> that was shocking to see his face right there. Surprise! Dad! You're at my door, unannounced. No, there's a shorter way to say that. Surprise! <laughs> What's 
going on with your son? Wish I knew. Got a girlfriend I've never even heard of. When I told him I wanted to spend more time with him, he said no. It's just not a good time. Have you considered that he hates you? Is that his brother? Did his brother turn into a nine-year-old man? How old am I? I can't be. Am I in a time machine? Was that Niles? (laughs) Is Frederick... Frederick's 30-something now. No, that's not Niles. That can't be. No, I'm just kidding. There's obviously not. That's just an old... I'm assuming that's an elderly colleague of (laughs) Fraser Crane's very old show. Hello, Seattle. I'm... Excuse me, listening. Sorry. Continent. Sorry, Seattle. I've crapped myself again. (laughs) That's it for the new release. (laughs) I would like that if you had the horrors of being old. Hello, Seattle. Oh, God. I'm glistening. Oh. All right. Brett, All to right, the music. Uh, the Struts, they're back uh, with a new album, Pretty Vicious. This is Rockstar. I'm not an unfan of the Struts. I'd like to take it related. I prefer the Hives. Struts, the Hives, the Vines. Love they the all Hives. Kind of the same. And I'm not a, not a. I don't throw the Struts away, but I don't seek the Struts out. No, I can take them related. Yeah. Alright, I'll leave. This is like an 80s uh, TV theme song. Saved by the Bell. It is. <laughs> Starring. Yeah. yeah, it looks like you should have credit. Uh, offset. I don't know if this is. Oh. Uh, just, I didn't check it for an F word. So. No, no, not yet. Oh. Here we go. This is a uh, fan. Whoa, there's some bass in that. Offset. Girl, you try to break my heart. Did it make you happy? <laughs> oh, it's Thriller. Yeah. It is Thriller. Okay, listen. Um, I, I just don't think this is for me. How long you been feeling like this? Thank God I'm over it. Thank God. Tired of stressing about what I can't control. Pays tribute. Yeah, Michael I Jackson. No, jeez, oh, like at all of it. Brady was right. Man, oh, <laughs> man. F word was, oh, was well, right. F word okay. right before N word. Uh, we don't even play. I know. Uh, here's Beartooth. They're coming back. This is Might Love Myself. Hopefully this doesn't have any cusses in it. We're about out Well, of there's space. no N-word on this one. Says you. <laughs> you what if Beartooth lost their mind <laughs> and dropped an N-bomb? Listen up. Hey. Don't have your shirt off and, and woo me. <laughs> At least have a tank top or something. Wearing a bandana too underneath Yeah, it's like a flash dance headband from like the eighties. Like boy, white Pocahontas is trying to come on to me. Put a shirt on. This song is not a shirtless song. This is this is a guy in a shirt song. All right. How about crosses? Gino from uh, Deftones, one of his side projects. This is Invisible Hand. I don't know this. I didn't know he had this. Maybe I did and forgot. Crosses. This is Chino's thing. Huh? Is it good or is it just Deftones Jr.? If you like Chino, you'll like it. Kind of. Take me to little Deftones. <laughs> More electronics. I say it's Lincoln Deftones. 
Got to get going. Scooch it forward, see if it goes anywhere. Turned into like a vision, vision quest or something. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. How about uh, Body Void? This is Cop Show. Oh, no. It's going to be another cussy one. Feel it just by the picture. It's eight minutes long, so let me skip it a little yeah, bit. Skip way in. There's, you're two minutes in and they're still on this? Yeah. Halfway. There's somebody oh, singing. singing. There's somebody back there. Are they? Yeah. There he is. What do you say? Prophets are soaring. You can actually hear one of the demons. Skip up ahead here. There's three minutes in. Wow, so different. <laughs> Man, if you've got a kid who's into this, immediately contact a therapist. There's oh, authority. Four minutes in. I don't even care if this is a phase. It's a dangerous one. He's going to end up with a balloon on his head. Brett, you're teasing Pladio. <laughs> no kidding. Even Pladio bands are like, God damn. Pladio bands are like, at least we try. All right, and brings us to the game of sweeps oh, no. nation, N word or F word. All right, this is a uh, two live crew, Hoochie Mama. Oh, I won! Like, I won two weeks in a row. Right, I've got. Uh, did you win or did yeah, I know. I won last week. I'm proud of myself because it was a streak. I'll say it's. I'm going to go with a friendly N word. Two live crew, boy, they talk about sex a lot, though. I'm going to go F word. And I don't know Hoochie Mama. This is, God, this is, I made him. Angry or, uh... oh, it's two live crew. They don't get angry F words. Yeah. It's just a casual F word. Yeah. Or a, you can do a, a titillating F word, Brady, or a sexualized F word, if you'd like, rather than, because I'm really, going to do a sexualized right, sexualized. F-word. Right, oh. really. And yours is just a friend. Jesus Christ. First, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he got on it too. <laughs> I mean, he got on it. That's why nothing's angry about. That would be one of those moments. That those guys start singing, and I'm in a crowd, and he's like, "Come on, everybody, follow me!" Like I don't fit in, but I'm going. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm following these guys. I know that the party is going to be fun. <laughs> All right, there you go. Those are your hot releases. Brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family BBQ. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Skate, skate, skate. It's out of control now. If Bernie Taupin got writing credit for uh, Two Live Crew, uh, how awesome would it be? <laughs> you keep running your mouth. I'm going to stick my... Is a lyric in a Two Live Crew Pure song. Pure genius. And if, if Elton and Bernie thought of that first. If I was a sculptor, uh, then again, no. Keep running your mouth. I'll stick my in it in a traveling show. <laughs> Um, Bernie, over here for a second. What's this line here after Alvin Tostig has a son today? Oh, Elton, that's where I said if you uh, open your mouth too much, I'm going to stick my in it. 
Right, we did that in another song, didn't we? Nibble on my D. Like a rat does cheese, Elton. It means something. <laughs> I don't know if I can put that to words. I'm living by the fire in love with you. So nibble on my D like a rat does cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Please, please, Evan Tosting got a blowjob today. <laughs> and he shouted, fat hoes. I don't know what it would be, but I want to get Bernie in a room with the guys from Two Life Crew and mash one up. This is my songwriter, Bernie Toppin. Who's your guy? <laughs> this is <laughs> mother <laughs> number. Oh, right. <laughs> Crikey, that's a lot of N-words. She can cooch, she can cooch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. We've changed your lyrics from across the water to madman. I like All right, we can't say that. Sing it, queen. All right, we will. (laughs) I'm getting nervous. (laughs) I don't know how that happened, but we, while the song was on comboed up a little Elton live crew. I think it's because Brett said the lyric of uh, (laughs) open your mouth too much, I'll stick my (laughs) in it. It's probably something Elton said to someone before. Uh, It's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense systems and uh, getting you in great shape. Got an email from a guy the other day that said, I got to get in on this. That's it. He was uh, approached by what he called a land zombie at one of the uh, local Chevrons, and the guy got in his car while he was pumping gas. Hey! What do you do? I'll tell you right now, that's breaking and entering. You open a door without permission, hop in my car, that's it. Now, the problem is you don't know what that dude's up to. You can't go around and start... You need planning and thought in your head. Now, my plan would be, if the keys are in my pocket, shut the door and call the police. Lock them in there. You know, keep them... He's a zombie. You're running into that a lot more often. I was on a bike ride Saturday afternoon, and uh, there were four of them on the canal trail in the middle of the daytime, like a normal afternoon, like just four zombies. They're all, they're out there, and you never know what they're up to. The things I worry about a lot of the times, needles. That's a scary thought. We've run that a couple of times up there at Tactical Black, too. It's not always a weapon you see. It's always like, and then they, and you start to learn ways of not letting someone get too close to you and without being aggressive, but uh, understanding verbal commands and understanding uh, watching a situation go weird and de-escalating it as fast as you can. If it does decide to escalate, keeping your distance. Needles scare the hell out of me. I've seen people with them. In fact, I told you guys that Friday when I was riding my bike home, I watched a guy shoot up as I came down off of McDowell onto the green belt on 48th Street, sitting under a tree with a needle in his arm. Strange people are out there. Okay, you can blame politics and whatever else, but doesn't doesn't make it go away. So you have to be prepared for it. Strange situations afoot all over. I told the guy, I don't even know what you'd do if a dude just climbs in your car. My first reaction is call the police. There's a madman (laughs) in my car. You don't know what to do. Uh, Well, present that one up there to uh, Jay and the gang and see what you do. What do you do when somebody just climbs in your car? You don't want to go reaching for them? Ejector seat. Yeah, I guess if you had that. So I told the guy... Go to Jay, go to Josh, go to Tony, go to the gang, go to Michael, and find out what they do. They'll have a plan for it. I, we haven't worked on that one yet. 
What, what like do I do? Brady's when... Inspector Gadget car. Yeah. Oh, no. If, if Brady had a cartoon car, I'd try. if they've had that, maybe Tesla's have them. I don't know. But that's an interesting one. So present me with the scenarios and I'll take it to the guys. I guarantee you within an hour they got a plan that is based on the system in place. Uh, it's not just willy-nilly make it up. They've got stuff in, and they think of all the, the pitfalls. It's an amazing situation to find yourself in. And I honestly don't have an answer for you on that one. So... Go learn it. They'll put it together. Uh, ReactDefense.com is in Phoenix. Glendale and Chandler, they are the experts. They will get you in a better place in case something goofy like that happens to you. You never know. Uh, Brady, please entertain me. The Incredible Hulk, Lou Ferrigno. Hang on. What's going on? You mean his wife. Ferringo, as they say. His uh, wife, Carla, has filed for divorce. (laughs) Lou Ferringo is pink and love, pink and love. He's basically ring. Lou Ferringo star is a new thing. His all star band. And my all star band. <laughs> what when you do about that? What? I was with my mom. Lend me your ears. Seriously, lend me your ears. <laughs> Lou Ferringo. She star. claims he's being shady and abusive. Lou? What's worse is she's been diagnosed with dementia. And she says he's trying to establish a conservatorship against her will in order to control her affairs. Dementia, she can't understand him. She's 74 years old. He's 71. They've been married for 43 years. Wow. She also says Lou has a mistress. Okay. He spends most of the time with her traveling to various appearances and flaunting in my face when he's at home. She has the right to leave that, right? Well, Lou, for his part. Well, I mean, it's not nice, but... Accusing their 42-year-old daughter, Shayna, of Poisoning. elder abuse. Oh. By trying to take Carla to the bank, she went to the bank and withdrew $500,000. What? And that's that why Lou says, that's why I have the conservatorship. Because sure. the daughters are trying to Because dementia mom will go the to money. the bank and do it. Oh, yeah. my. Well, that's crazy talk. So we'll see how this unfolds. Wow. Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> that's something close. I thought I almost I'll gave, give it to him. I tried to give him the Heimlich yeah, I'll give him this one. I thought maybe I'd run around behind him. He's been working on a movie about Jabba the Hutt ah. with uh, David S. Goyer, the screenwriter who did Dark City, Blade, the Blade movies, and Dark Knight trilogy. Now. It got shot down. Oh, I was going to say, of all the Star Wars nonsense that's going on that has become completely boring and wildly milquetoast. Guillermo del Toro. That's interesting. Well, they kind of... The uh, Jabba story might be interesting. I can't they believe... They touch on it a little bit. I think it's either in Boba Fett or the, yeah. the one series because they have Jabba the Hutt and Jabba's brother. They mention them. Yeah, they've, they've talked they, about it. Yeah. yeah. But you what? I can't believe they put the brakes on anything Star Wars because they'll put out anything. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That means... We're going to have a story about the Jawas next yeah. or something. It had, I mean. <laughs> I'd watch that too. <laughs> I don't like the new Star Wars stuff where they're trying to give me new characters. But give me backstory on... The Jawas? Yeah, I'm interested in that. They sound like Luke Ferrigno. <laughs> Let him be their king. What? What? Might be understandable. I'd watch the Jawas running around. The Texas Rangers are uh, playing so well thanks to Creed. No, they're, they're not. They were playing pretty bad uh, at the All-Star break. So they started listening to Creed and the dugout to, to punish themselves. Up. Right <laughs> now, they're one win away from yeah. beating the Baltimore Orioles, and that's a so now Creed good plays for team. 
NSYNC is back on the Billboard Hot 100 for the first time since 2002. Why, that troll song they, uh, that's from the troll bad. movie. That's a good little pop song. But uh, Better Place. How little interest would America have in a World Series if it was either Arizona and Baltimore or Arizona and the Texas Rangers? Texas Rangers are the least interesting sports franchise in history. There's absolutely no... Indiana Pacers? Pacers have a couple of, like, Reggie Miller moments, you know? One finals? Or no, yeah, they, they had Larry Bird was their coach. I mean, they've had, like, kind of moments in the sun. The Rangers have, even when they're good, you don't care. Like, there's no lure to that franchise whatsoever. Well, they, the last World Series they're in, weren't they up 3-1? It was 11. Yeah, that was the, the best World Series they were part of. Yeah. It was one of the best World Series I've ever watched. Don't care that it was the Rangers. Yeah. Cardinals won it. Yep. Down to their last strike. Brody Jenner makes coffee with his fiance's breast milk. He okay. says it's Disgusting. freaking delicious. Next. No, stop. You, your whole family's effed up, Brody. Yeah. He's doing that on purpose. A little picture of her. I think her name's Caitlin. Her, his old one was. Wasn't he married to a Caitlin? And then his dad switched <laughs> out and that's, named himself after his you're the son's one wife. That. I have no this idea. is uh, Tia Blancas. Okay, that's a new one. Caitlin was his old one. And she was a little upset that when dad made the swaparoo, took a family name. The Sick New World Festival has been revealed. The lineup for 2024. It's happening in uh, April. April 27th in Las Vegas at the Festival Grounds. Pretty amazing lineup. Um, Bring Me the Horizon, Ice Nine Kills, Primus. Uh, They have a list of about, there must be 50 or 60 bands on here. It's very similar to last year's lineup. System of a Down's headlining, Seven Dust is on there, Power Man 5,000. Lamb of God. Yep. You've been uh, drawing AC units on the back of your paper. <laughs> that was yeah, uh, part of the uh, 5 and 10 doodling. Oh, you doodled. Okay. Yeah. Pretty good doodling. Look like uh, a little... Uh, like, captivated by the listeners? Have the word carrier no, I was putting on their, uh, You know, as they're getting their right answers. Oh, you're writing it down, and then you doodled over it. Yeah. I understand. I doodle, too. Uh, we're all done. I doodle, too. That's it. That's a, I doodle, too. That's a good lyric. I doodle, too. I doodle, I doodle too. We should hand that over to Toppin and Two Life Crew and see if I doodle too is a song soon. Uh, it's ten oh six. We're all done here. Uh, Larry's coming up next. He's doodle got tickets. Your face. He's got tickets oh. too. Uh, <laughs> right, little aggressive, don't you think? Keep on your mouth. Stick my doodle. Yeah, <laughs> stick my doodle. Why do I doodle where I wrote dick? Seemed a little, um, I don't know, abrasive to the ear. You don't know, <laughs> lady. All right, I'm a man. British men ain't men. All right. <laughs> Not going well. Two Live Crew and Bernie Taupin forced to write a song. That's a Saw movie I would watch. Why don't you two write a song together? Oh, great. <laughs> Hell no. Then it has to be a hit or else. We might inc- include Two Life Crew in the Night of the Singing Dead. Now that the little weird. Fresh Kid Ice. Fresh Kid Ice is, well, I didn't know he was dead. The little Asian yep. strange Star Wars character from Two Life Crew. I'm going to have to change that. We have a different... Uh, so many good songs. Yeah, well, there's plenty. Poppin' Coochies is first to mind, but we'll get it. Uh, speaking of Poppin' Coochies, Larry's coming up next. <laughs> and if you guys are interested in that, uh, you should call him. 585-9800. For a fee, he will clean and pop that coochie. <laughs> but the fee can't be too high. Let's not go crazy. The guy's, you know, he's got to be responsible. Yeah, don't, a little and high, I expect you know, a 7% tip.
Uh, that's it for us. Larry's next. You guys have yourselves a grand uh, Tuesday, right? And we'll see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long! It's out of control now.